Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 275. We're, we're waiting on a few people to jump in. Nate said he's going to be kind of late, though, and OJ's trying to work out his internet connection issues. But uh, otherwise, we're ready to roll here. We have MVG. Hello, hello. Settling in over there. Getting there, yeah, getting there, unpacking and uh, getting this office set up. Should be ready by next week, I would say. Awesome. Big but return to YouTube as well. Yeah, video Monday, so oh. I've actually been filming and doing some editing today, so I'm really, really pumped to get back into it. Awesome. It's been like four weeks. So yeah, it's I'm, been a minute. I miss, yeah. I miss okay, it. cool. Make sure everyone checks that, checks that out on uh, on Monday. Curious what you what you come back with there. Interesting. We have Sean, RGT85. Yo. Holding up the after show tonight. Is that the plan? Yeah, we'll run it again, man. Last week was really good. Had like 800 people the whole time, so people seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, we were and, kind of just hanging and, out chatting last time. And so. I streamed on Thursday. Yeah, random stream out of nowhere random, popped up. Random stream, man. And you didn't get canceled, so it worked out. No, I didn't. That's, That's good. That was almost, you know, it was an hour and 40 minutes just me talking, and I didn't get canceled. So, you know, I'm kind of pushing my luck a little That's bit. That's pretty but. good. We have uh, we have Max Dreamcast guy over there. Yo yo. Good to have Max in here, and then we have Jordan Fringe. What's going on? Going out for here. skate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we have uh, then we got Evan. Yep. Good to have Evan here. So like I said, you probably see some people just randomly pop in. I don't know where Nate. I'm sure we'll, we'll just randomly drop in. Probably OJ as well. Um, once he gets his internet stuff figured out so we have we have some actually quite a few things to go over tonight some of them will be kind of rapid fire because i was trying to fit more topics in tonight but we'll, we'll go over the bayonetta 3 release date that we got five and 16 there's some interesting talk around if a turn-based jrpg can work in a in like a large scale like that anymore playstation stars so we have a like a new loyalty rewards program for playstation and then we have uh, the nintendo direct future i wanted to bring this up because nintendo life ran an article on it and it actually got quite a few people talking about it Mostly, it seemed to come on the the heels of that Bayonetta three release date announcement. So, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. We want to start with the Discord question, Evan. How do you decide between buying which version of a game for a console? Mm, that's a good question. So, if it's between the Xbox and the PlayStation, what I'll do is I'll and it's like a single player game kind of. I'll look at what the DualSense features are mostly, uh, and if they are interesting, then it's immediately I just go with the PS five version because I'm like, well, that's the defi deciding factor there but i will also admit if it's a shooter i i lean more towards the xbox controller like a first person shooter yeah um, i'm not a so. big fan of the haptics in my first person shooters it feels like it just gets in the way i like the you can disable it i like the the asymmetric sticks that layout for a yeah shooter, like a call too. of duty like a far cry like any of those really far cry um, so, it's just because a lot of halo like you know growing up with halo is like asymmetric sticks were like the way so uh, that, that for me anyway that's the way i do it i mean the the switch version if it's you can pick between any of them i will say if there is a like a jrpg that's going to take a long time to beat i do kind of gravitate towards the switch for that like i would love if trails of cold steel one was on the switch right now because i that's probably where i would have picked it up i i get almost everything on playstation if i can because i like uh platinum hunting and i like trophy hunting but so much stuff is coming to Game Pass, and that's instant to me. If it, if there's even a chance it's going to be on Game Pass, I'm a cheap ass. I'll take it on there. But if we're talking full price, mm -hmm. I go Switch, Switch a lot, and of course, yeah, PlayStation. I mean, yeah, if it's in Game Pass, 
it's just an automatic oh, i'll just go do that that's fine mm -hmm. and then hey you technically you could then if you want for collector's value down the road you could buy the physical copy on like the ps5 for 20 bucks or something and exactly it. yep <laughs> it, also, it also seems like at least on my channel you know if it's a third party game people are interested in how the switch version turned out yeah. so I, you know even if i had to play a less you know an inferior version of it from a business standpoint it makes more sense to me because you know that video will get better views than if i just did the, the ps5 or the xbox version like everyone else did so that's gotta you know i take that into account too i do like how that's still a talking point years later how how is this gonna do on the switch <laughs> what well, did I mean, they it, have to sacrifice yeah i mean it does it does kind of make sense though because yeah. you know well in order to know like the stuff you for the xbox and the ps5 versions you got to watch digital foundry and they get your your hate boner your love boner for the xbox oh the xbox version so it's got one frame better it's so much better definitive yeah. console it's like trash okay. box one <laughs> like all right if that's that's what it takes that's what it takes we got another discord question evan what do you think about running steam os on pc to use on a tv as a console oh like the big picture mode yeah well no 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 not big picture remember they released their own os but it's just yeah, built yeah, off yeah. of linux and it auto boots yeah. into it i to my understanding you're going to miss out on some things that other OSs will give you, uh, specifically Windows, not so much Mac, uh, yeah. in games. Yeah. But it, it's completely viable, and especially since it boots into Steam and immediately right. boots big picture. Technically, you can do that, though, on a regular PC. You can just tell Steam to auto-boot as big picture. Yeah, like, just, just, I mean, they are making a lot of strides on the on their Steam OS, like, Linux space and everything. Oh, yeah. I, I still feel like if I was going to do it and and have this nice little box that I put under my TV, but is powerful enough to play all the games and everything, I do still think I would probably stick Windows and then decide to dual boot down the road and just take advantage of big picture mode because it's you just click big and, and it's there. You know, it's like yeah. there, it's not a lot that has to happen to get you in that point. But uh, I, I, I either one will work, but that's just I would go big picture mode and get like a PlayStation controller or like an Xbox controller or something to. to sync up even an 8-bit duo 8-bit pro sure duo, yeah there's choices everywhere sweet. with the pc <laughs> choices everywhere let's uh let's 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 go to bayonetta 3 actually we'll start with that one we got the release date and this there was kind of a, a sigh of relief online with this i noticed because there's a lot of concern i mean we even expressed it here concern around platinum and and their ability to even get this game out this year let alone what they've done with like Babylon's Fall and, and some of the other <laughs> stuff going on there, like kickstarting and all, right? Uh, but yeah. Bayonetta 3 is indeed coming out, and it is it is happening at the end of October, the 28th. There was actually a rumor going around. Somebody put that date out there early. So uh, there you go. They were, they were correct about that. And the gameplay they showed in that trailer looked a lot better than the first one. Yeah. Like, significantly I mean, that, better. I think that's where all the concern came from really with that as far as it being a 2022 title is you gave us a trailer you said it was coming out in 2022 you literally showed one area it looked pretty drab and boring and you know there was some questionable tech issues that were popping up mm. in it. so you know it was reasonable to think that this game could slip into 2023 but i was i was pleasantly surprised i i really liked that trailer a lot i thought you know it was it was good and going back to the topic of last week where gaming being boring this kind of is a surprise <laughs> because of the fact that we didn't know that this game was going to be coming out this year 100 percent. we hadn't even seen the game so to actually see the game and not just a little snippet of it from a from a very small area 
I thought it was it was great. You know, you got a nice what almost four minute trailer of it, and yeah, I was I was definitely very hyped for it. Yep. I yep, think man. it also had I think it also had to impress. Sorry, John. It had Perfect. to impress because I mean it's a five five year game in development, oh, right? Gosh. Oh yeah, wow. I know of first so, first uh, first year of the Switch, we saw it. So yeah. that trailer had to be on point, and I think it was. You know, I think it really showed really well. So it's got me excited about the game again, which is five cool. Because, years for Bayonetta. That feels yeah, like it's a been lot. a long time. I, yeah i'm just glad it's finally coming out honestly i feel like i'm hyped just because i want to play it that trailer was really good though yes they showed a new playable character viola uh and like i said visually it was it looked good the frame rate seemed solid compared to the previous trailer where it was kind of sketchy at points but uh, it looks like bayonetta i'm expecting big i'm gonna say uh, pretty good review scores out of it because if you look at the history of bayonetta it's always scored in like like on their initial release it's always been like in the 90s on metacritic yeah i mean they're good games especially i mean you obviously have to enjoy the action adventure you know style of game the old i think it's easier to like that kind of game than if they're like here's an 80 hour jrpg grade it (laughs) it's like yeah no i i I, no i fully agree with you and it's definitely a game that i think a lot of us a genre that a lot of us like and as long as it looks good and plays good and you know it's got a little sexy sexy time and you know turn that off you got a mode i i'm definitely turning it off i'm always just randomly recording gameplay and i actually i just don't want to nip slip (laughs) for youtube yeah hey nintendo put it on their own twitter account you you won't get that though in bayonetta yeah no it it almost looks like you're going to get a nip slip and that doesn't happen you know, the anticipation uh, anticipation uh so i mean that's the thing though if it if this lives up to its normal expectations which like what we saw with one and then two which built on top of the first one which by the way been at two people forget that was nominated for game of the year when it came out at the okay. game awards it was uh, a great I, game okay. i think it, i think it, it i think it just lost out to um dragon age inquisition that year that's oh wow well wow. yes good, good competition go so, be you it, it yeah, it kind of sounds like I mean this could be one of those games. We'll see how it turns out uh, with platinum and and everything. But they've been given the time, so that's one of the reasons I'm kind of leaning towards this being a high quality effort overall. Uh, it kind of has to be. I, I feel like years. this is well. I mean, I almost feel like this is like a, a sink or swim for oh, for them. It might like, be. It might do you really? Well, then I guess that's the question. Do we think this is going to sell a couple million copies like a five year project? How many millions of copies does it need to sell? Nintendo does foot some of the bill, so I don't think it necessarily has to sell a a lot. I would be surprised if it did one and a half, one and a half in a year. Oh, no, I I feel like it has to do. I would think it would do more than that. Yeah, it's so. Oh well, well I guess uh, like it's Bayonetta. I mean, Nate's not here, but like it never sells. Does it? Does it? No. Yeah, I mean, if you combine one and two, I don't think it comes out to you know more than two million, right? I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I this so. one will sell better because it's on the Switch and it's Bayonetta three, but I wouldn't expect you know like massive numbers on this game. It kind of has that. I mean, like when you see Viola, a lot of people are like, "Oh, that looks like a reference to just Devil May Cry." And uh, Devil May Cry 5 did pretty well. So I, I kind of look at that and say, maybe this does have a, you know, that chance to, uh, to break out for the series, which a breakout for Bayonetta would be if this game did 2 million copies. <laughs> That's really, wow. that would be for, for if you look at one and then two and their initial sales, 
I mean, if it came in at two million, I, Nintendo cannot look at this and say this is the five million unit seller, no problem. They no, they, I no. think they they make the game to have variety. Yeah, right. Good point. Yep, yep. And I mean, it, it's game. it's good to have variety. You know, I mean, it makes you makes you stand out a little bit more. It's not like you can't say, oh, you know, well, it's all sunshine and farts over here and it's like wow you got a little something chain did did all right too for being a new ip so that as well makes me think that bayonetta will have a good they did one what did they do 1.2 yeah yeah for a game like that new ip like early on 1.2 i'm sure platinum and i mean that game i don't think was in development as nearly as long as bayonetta was i I would say 1.5 to 2 in its first year i can't imagine it being over that okay i think low uh, yeah well if you look at the sales numbers for bayonetta you're gonna be like oh wow that's oh, I mean, yeah. just look at, look at they're reaching it. for the moon on that one <laughs> i mean that's hot for like, a bayonetta game that's high as shit <laughs> is it but isn't there isn't there like 90 million switches or something insane yeah but how many of those are hundreds five that's the thing that's off. oh yeah under five million one one percent one percent sales i don't know why that sounds insanely low to me personally i i get what you're saying sean the the family appeal for the switch and all of this bayonetta doesn't really fall in with that <laughs> i mean there's there's obviously al- almost three million hardcore sort of gamers on the system almost oh yeah three million so you know it could reach, it could reach <laughs> metroid's gonna come through <laughs> well, speaking of family appeal what's the family game this year like well, you got the you holiday. got the, you got the Mario, Mario, uh, kirby soccer. kirby oh the fall guys sports uh no 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 i mean like pokemon pokemon fourth quarter fourth yeah. quarter oh is it pokemon we'll find, find out in september so the one two the one two three switch game <laughs> that oh, yeah. nintendo hates and everyone makes fun of it within nintendo that's probably what Ma- it was mario and rabbits oh yeah, yeah. mario rabbits and isn't i mean pokemon i think pokemon's yeah, the family pokemon's game family i mean game. Dude, the leaks for that game look crazy. I don't know. That game sounds like it's going to be ambitious. God, I, yeah, I will say that. It's going to be all over the place. I'm tr- uh, that's why I'm replaying every Pokemon game to try and get ready for it, because mm-hmm. it does look freaking massive. I like what Lookout Jack says. Bundling Switch Sports with a console for Black Friday is probably the move. That sounds I like a agree. great idea, so it's not going to happen. It's, it's going to be the Mario <laughs> Kart 8 Deluxe bundle again. You're like, yeah, surprise, bro, bitches! Dude it's, dude, it's going to be that. You know it's going to be that. <laughs> Everyone loves Mario Kart. Oh, that, what, yeah, that, the... More tracks? That's the Switch, family game. More Switch tracks. Sports, or are they going to do something weird? They're going to just package one, two, switch with it for some reason, six years in or something. Now's the time. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be uh, I'd be happy if they did like a Splatoon bundle and sold that new Splatoon okay. Switch with a copy of Splatoon or something. No, no, come on. Now you're just being crazy. Look, I have dreams. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I want my dreams to be ruined when it's Mario Kart again. No, that's on the PlayStation. <laughs> so Bayonetta's out in just over three months. Do we want to drop a Metacritic prediction for it right now? Because I'm not that much more than eighty nine. 87. I am going to give it one more point than Bayonetta. I'm going to give it 93. One more point no. than Bayonetta, too. Damn. You got to look at the landscape, though. I, I feel like that plays a role into it. Because all yeah. it Whoops. takes is one jerk off that doesn't like. It, 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 here's, here's the problem. All right. When Bayonetta 2 came out, I think a lot of gaming websites and gaming people were kind of different. Like, when was the last time, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong with this, but, like, a, an overly sexy woman, you know there's going to be some website, <coughs> Kotaku Polygon, it's going to be like, oh, seven, it's just over-sexualization, and it's ridiculous. And it's like... You can turn okay. it off. You got a mode. The, 
It doesn't matter, dude. You know, there's <laughs> gonna, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be one or two websites that just crash the Metacritic on that game. I guarantee that, that's what I think. Yeah, I agree that's gonna happen. She's gonna have some special move called the choking stroke or something, and they're gonna review bomb it. Yep. <laughs> Seven out of ten, it was just too much fun. I, I'm gonna say it's gonna end at an eighty-two. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Wow, that dude. If, if that comes in an eighty-two and those kind of sales, platinum is probably in trouble. Then <laughs> let's be like well, that. They have that might be better to help them. So. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they're making a, a a new IP with um funding from Tencent, right? Mm. Like GG mm. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Babylon's Fall Two. Anyone? Uh, we'll see. No. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nope. Well, yeah, they're also season past three. I do like that they're re-releasing uh, Bayonetta One physically. I think yes. that's fucking cool as shit. That's a good. That's a good. Everyone should honestly. Everyone should pick that up because that's going to be a game that like. It's, it's only rare. 30 bucks. People were complaining. That? I saw people complaining yeah. about it was 30 bucks. Why? Why? It's $30 Why? on like, I think it's $25 on the Xbox. But they've it come out right like now. 2009 or something. It's like yeah. 2010, I think. But, but yeah, it was yeah, people were yeah. saying 30 too much. It's a physical I version. This is, uh, I, I, I have no opinions. Don't. I, I'm just the messenger. I just saw what I saw. If it was like 50 bucks, I'd be like, okay, hold on. What if they kickstarted the release? Now you're on to something. You're on to something. (laughs) I'm thinking about buying it. Honestly, I like Bayonetta 1 a lot. Bayonetta 1 is on EA. Bayonetta 1 is on sale right now on the Xbox. I went back and tried to play it like a year ago, and I don't know if it aged particularly well. Mm -hmm. I think 2 is aged great. 2 is still really aged really well. 1 is a little rough. Old man MBG on his stoop. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah, two is still really good. So I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna replay was- both of them though, leading up to Bayonetta three's release. I'm gonna do that. I'm about to buy two right now. I might do. I might try out one on the Xbox. I might try that just to see no how that I'm- Xbox One version turned out because they did it with Vanquish, and then I'll go to the Switch for um Bayonetta two. This game is still expensive. The first is one? it? No, the second one, the physical version on the Switch. Is it Thirty dollars? No, it's like. <laughs> Like you can get the one that doesn't the one that doesn't come with Bayonetta one you can get it for sixty, mm. but like everything else like hundred a hundred bucks if you want a new copy of Bayonetta two that has Bayonetta one on it. Don't you have it on the Wii U? I I'm I digging it. out my Wii U to fucking play Fire a it video up. game. Hell no. Fire it up. Uh, hey, you know what, Bayonetta three? Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. October's getting pretty packed. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's like. Yeah, Oh, Star Ocean's right there with it. <laughs> right, yeah. O- this is his o- moment. OJ, OJ missing his topic. OJ yeah. made bank on the pre-show. I was like, fuck it, I'm out! <laughs> let's, let's, uh, Evan, we got we got Discord question over there. Any good books about the history or development of games? Something Sound- like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Sounds like a question for Max. Uh, yes, I've read a bunch of... My favorite one is there's a history of Grand Theft Auto that's great. My favorite is uh, there's one that's called uh, Masters of Doom, which is about how they made Wolfenstein 3D and made Doom. But it's also about basically the early ages of just figuring out code, making the first 3D shooters ever and kind of the success that came from that. Uh, It kind of gives you a chance to see that a lot of times game development uh, is just so making it up as you go along. So sometimes what's successful or failure was just seeing what sticks to the wall. Uh, and of course, Console Wars. Console Wars also is a good one. I would say, oh, uh, well, no, a really good book is the complete Sega 32X <laughs> no, guide featuring uh, 
insight from Al Nielsen, who is director of marketing at Sega during Whoa. the lead up to it. Uh, MVG is in the book somewhere. Joe Redifer from GameSack. Sega oh. Lord X. HD wow. Retrovision Cables, who Whoa. made cables for it. Like there's MVG. Do you have an affiliate? <laughs> do you have an affiliate link you want to put in? Uh, chat nah, to... just, just, just just a standard <laughs> Amazon link is fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Great you. game. Okay. Great book. <laughs> All right, you got another one, Evan? Do you think Retro Studios will hit 10 years without an original game release? Oh, gosh. How close? Yes. Hold on. When did did Tropical Tropical Freeze go? Was that 2014? That was 2013. Let me me look it up. If it's 2013, I say yes. Yeah, if it's 2013, yeah. You think Metroid Prime 4 makes next year? Uh, No, I think think it's it's the year after that. What about the, the port of Tropical Freeze? That doesn't count. It's not yeah, original. Uh, you just you put funky in there. Yeah, they put funky. <laughs> the funky mode. I love the Funky Kong memes so much. <laughs> funky Kong. Dark I'm Souls. Putting funky Kong in a game and being like, yep, yeah, all right, this is great. Uh, well, Febu- February of 2014, it came out. That'll so, be close, man. Will Metroid Prime 4 come out before Ooh. February 2024? I've. Uh, I yes, think it's no. I think it's I think it's their holiday 2023 game. I think there's a chance. Same. Also, we're missing a topic, by the way. What topic are we missing? The Genesis Mini 2 being oh my god. There's still so much. We need to know if Lunar's in there for us, or like there's so oh, much stuff we need to know. We do know some of this stuff. We'll talk about it when we get to the segment. Okay, thank you. You can do it for the after uh, show, though. Yeah, that that's a oh, post show topic. Okay. That might be a that might be a good after show topic. Okay, okay. After show starts just after eleven, so we'll we'll, we'll get into it then. Uh, let's. Have uh, <laughs> we got another Discord? We'll go through one more. Does the Spawncast think that Silk Song will release in 2022? No, I think it's 2022. No. Unfortunately, I think it's gonna be like Definitely first half happen. of 2023, though. I think so. I do want to put this topic in for Jordan and kind of myself for this one. Me? Yes. Uh, Skate. Mm-hmm. Skate uh-huh. is announced during a video. Correct. Yes. It will be a free to play live service game, and there's also a mobile game for it in development for Skate. Mm-hmm. It's not anywhere right. near ready because they keep showing like the test footage gets out there. There's no textures on anything, basically. So I don't think this is a game they're pushing out the door anytime soon. But the fact that they came out and they were like, it's a natural evolution of the series. This, this specifically, I think even before Skate 4 or now just Skate got announced or maybe right after it got announced, you and I were talking on here about... We're What's joking. EA going to do with it? Yeah, we, 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 it? We saw a clear path. I remember specifically talking about a mm-hmm. clear path where this is going to be a free-to-play game yep. where everything was going to be transactional. You want cool boards? Buy them. You want cool customization for your character? Buy it. You want Different a, color sparks for your grind? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even yeah, think of everything. that. Everything. Oh, you know, oh, new areas, DLC. Okay, now we just recreated the Fantasy Factory again from Rob Deerdeck. You want to pick up that? That's 10 bucks. Buy that pack and you can skate with your friends funky online mode there. Game, yeah. There could be yeah. funky mode. You know, surfboard, skateboard. You, know, you never know. Um, this was warned. We were warned of this. We had we We talked about it. We were prepared. The thing was, I was ready for this to be announced because I knew it was going to happen. As much as I could tell myself, nah, they'll make Skate 4, it'll be just like every other Skate. It's EA. This is the perfect opportunity. It's the perfect open game to be like, all right, well, now we can just keep everyone busy for another decade with this Skate game that's continuously evolving and adding stuff. It's free. 
You just, you know, will Fortnite it. You could buy skins and do all that, but you could play for free with your friends. It, so, you know, it, that, Jordan, of course it was going to happen. Is Commander Shepard going to be a character? That oh, so I, I really hope that they do bring back some of those guest characters. You know, guest yeah. characters like Isaac from Dead Space. Like, oh, we God. We yeah. have Dead Space coming back anyway. That'd be a great tie in. And if I always loved, uh, I think it was. But at the time, Dead Space 2, there was an area where you could see like a skate game like in like yeah. one of the areas. I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, no, they should definitely bring back guest characters, have stuff like that as like DLC. Do it like what Fortnite does. For, you know how much Fortnite bring? They have Indiana Jones in the game now with Darth Vader and Carnage and, and, and Wonder Woman. Like it's everything. Start bringing in stuff like that. Make it weird. Make it wacky. Uh, but just don't make it lackluster from the jump. At least make it the base game good. And I think, I think they were trying to do a lot and noticed that to make a new skate game that was an evolution of the series this much later and starting from scratch and doing it all over again was costing too much money. And EA was like, yep. we're not going to make our return. So here's <laughs> what we're going to do. Pause. It's free. Make it all transactional. Everything yeah. you're adding in there, save it for later. We'll make, it, we'll make a season pass, a skate pass, you know. Uh, they'll probably they call was, it. What did they uh, announce this? Was a couple? It was a couple years ago, right? It was like two years. Was it a year? Uh, I think it was 2019. They announced. Uh, yeah. Skate, so you know, you know, EA saw that and they were like, "You guys, you don't have to anything." Okay, this is so, free now. 100. percent When is this um, game coming out? Oh, no gosh. one knows at this point. 24. I would say with how eh, it's looking right now, from what they showed, they said, "Hey, we're really early." Um. I wouldn't even want to guess late 2023. Uh, I would I would say probably anywhere between anywhere within the first five months of 2024. I think you, this game. You feel like out. worst case scenario Jeez. though, end of 2023, they drop it with like one map and like three characters to play well, with. Just worst to try scenario, to we get a yeah. bare bones, you know, start of it. In yeah. I think the difficulty yeah. for EA is like they can't they can't sit on this release for a, for a long time. That you know. Um, it has to come out sooner rather than later, right? So do you, like what you just said, Evan, just drop it with one map and two skaters and add as you go and then really just lose people kind of like what just falls in Halo. Halo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like, yeah. I feel like, you know, if they're going to spend the next three years developing this game, that is like some serious money they're throwing Bro, at this franchise. This and there's no, there's no guarantee of a return on investment at the end of the day. This game is going to be absolute butt cheeks. <laughs> absolute... <laughs> dirty baby diarrhea oh, butt man. cheeks like when you take the diaper off and it's just smeared all over the but, place but is it you gonna be this the hell you is it gonna be the I've special kind where when you're playing it you see the mechanics and you're like shit this would have made a really good not free yes. to play game yeah. oh yes a, hundred, a thousand percent <laughs> all right no i actually think the opposite i think this game is gonna be fantastic it's gonna play great it's gonna play like the skate four we've always imagined but i think it's gonna be lacking content like what mvg said it's gonna be the halo syndrome where That's halo infinite I... plays fantastic but there's like four maps i guarantee you <laughs> this is gonna be 25 boards and 9 billion sound effects that all cost money no Whoa, i think i think i think boards wise you'll have a huge amount because it's basically they're just gonna take one board and then just have a ton of artwork like basic artwork yeah. that they'd have it plastered all over the place I like think, i think the, the mechanics are are going to be good but yeah, um they it's gonna be that the, just a lack of content yeah the halo ea is not as worried because they know how loud and how big the fan base for skate is they have been attacking ea who's begging for a new skate game since 2010 
They they've been asking for a new one. Any any glimpse of it, and we're finally getting it. And they know they can't mess this up. They can't pull a a Mass Effect Andromeda on us. All right, they can't they can't be doing stuff like that anymore. So they have to make sure that one it plays great, like we're saying. I do think it's going to be uh, you know physics wise fantastic. But they have to, even if they have to drop it at a very early level, it has to come swinging with a perfect roadmap. It has to have a good amount of stuff at launch. I don't think it's going to be small individual maps. I think it's going to be one large open world city. uh, And then that's just going to be extended on and new skate parks are going to be added in new areas over time. Um, I do think it's going to launch with a lot like a founder's pack where you can spend the cost of a game to get all that stuff. Uh, there's definitely going to be a season pass. Uh, there's going to be a lot of DLC right from the jump, but they, I don't know. I, I I'm worried about it, but at the same time, it's like, I, I can't feel surprised. I can't feel hurt by this because this was the natural evolution that they were going to do anyway. I think they'll we do the score based battle royale. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like my, my interest level went from, I'm really hyped 48 hours later to fuck this game. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying oh, it. Man. Well, no, you're not buying Ooh. it. It's free. Who tweeted out? I mean, I'm not spending any money on it. I mean, yeah, John, did you me free? Somebody tweeted out. Who was it? Was it John? Somebody tweeted out, and I saw it. But it said uh, it was like uh, EA headquarters being like, "Yeah, you can make a uh, you can make a skate game." <laughs> like evil laughter. Like, oh, yeah. go ahead, make your little toys. We'll make oh, it a man. microtransaction-filled skate park. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> there are some people now digging through the files for the test. And they, it appears they found what looked to be loot boxes currently. Of course. Mm. There's a shock. Of course. On what? stream, they said that there wouldn't be loot boxes, but uh, people are passing around some images and some text that... It'll just be disguised. It won't be yeah. called a loot box, but it'll be... Actually, I can give you the name. Hold on, let me, let me pull it up here real, real quick. It'll There's be a called a skate crate. Here we go. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. See, you sold me. I'll yep. take 10. Skate so crate. It, it's only chest swag bag. Oh god! Okay, yeah, that's bag. a fuck. That's clearly, that's clearly a loot yeah. box. Yeah. Says, Each product box you open will have a random, unlockable item inside. Uh, that's literally a loot box. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hiding that. These companies will lie. For anybody who doesn't realize this at this point, these companies will lie. Like what they did, Diablo Immortal, they said you can't buy gear, but in this you would buy a token that would give you gear. So it's like, yeah, I guess technically you didn't buy the gear, but you have still spent money to get it. Yeah, so that's that's a shame. (laughs) The whole thing, that is a real shame. Jordan and I were celebrating, and it quickly went to... uh... You know, at the end of the day, am I happy that there's a new form of a skate game coming out because i've been tired of playing three for over a decade yeah yes i am excited will i play it absolutely will i probably be stupid and they put something i really want in the game like oh five bucks and you can actually skate around it's gonna uh, be 20 yeah you're getting it's gonna be 20 uh, you know, it's going to get me. All right. It gets some things get everyone. Sometimes everyone has their own Fortnite, Okay. Uh, but I totally understand if people don't support it, don't like it. I do think it's a, um, it's smart business for them. I guess I just think it's dirty business, but whatever. I mean, it's it's back. Thing, though, if, it, don't. if it doesn't work, then, then EA's gonna be like, I mean, they told us they wanted skate. We tried. Yeah. We tried to give them skate. I guess they just didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, that's we gave them skate. Well, you you gave us like 
like a, an empty box that when you open it up, it said uh, skate not included. You have to buy that extra. So uh, it's okay. Uh, what a shame. What a turn. What a turn that whole thing took. <laughs> uh, let's go over to uh, let's go. Let's go over to Final Fantasy 16. This was this was an interesting thing that was brought because a lot of criticism has been thrown at Final Fantasy 16 it has to do with the battle system because it doesn't look like a traditional Final Fantasy game at all. It looks like a Devil May Cry game for the most part with mm-hmm. the action based combat. During an interview, I believe it was with Famitsu, and it was translated, but there he's I believe he's mentioned this before that the reason they're working more towards the action based combat that we're seeing in these trailers has to do with essentially the newer generation coming in to gaming and it not really appealing to them. And it seems like they're mentioning like the younger gamers that wouldn't really latch on to the idea of turn based. And if it can't grab enough people, then it doesn't make sense to dump this kind of money into this game. And it sounds like I think anyway, they would want this game to sell like 10 million copies. Mm hmm. So that's kind of where we are now. Is Yoshida correct in the sense that a big budget, I mean, this game, Final Fantasy 16, $100 million game, like looking I mean, at it, it, it it's probably it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And more than that. Yeah. But even after the bag they got from Sony, probably still cost them like $100 million or something crazy. Right? Yeah. Uh, looking at it that way, would they be able to sell enough copies if it was their traditional turn based, command based, whatever, or is the move to action just needed at this point? I think for mainstream appeal, I just want to quickly jump in since I I beat so many. I'm playing a turn-based combat game literally right now. I think my thought is that I think they're correct for mainline. I think making the mainline games, like they've always tried to switch it up a little bit, making it so you have different styles of magic, different styles of setting, different styles of summons. I like the idea that they're always trying to shift even in these modern times. I agree that action will sell more and final fantasy 15 people forget that that game sold ridiculous amounts a lot of people legit started the series at final fantasy 15 so i think they don't want to veer too far off that i guess my hope is that i hope we still start to get spin-offs or something remember when we used to get tons of great spin-offs from final fantasy give us those as turn-based yeah i mean they have team asano they're doing some very traditional stuff with their games I like the idea, though, of doing spinoffs, Max, ones that don't necessarily have to sell even three million copies. To yeah, be successful. Square has some pretty wild uh, expectations right now, as we've seen with some of these other studios that they offloaded where like Tomb Raider didn't seem like it was successful enough for them. So they did kind of pass that off. But Final Fantasy 15 did get to 10 million copies sold. I don't know if they're ever going to get that Final Fantasy 7 moment again where that sold 13 or 14 million copies, something like that. I don't know if they're going to get that again with a turn-based game. Because I mean, that Dragon game in Quest, particular, Dragon Quest Eleven did over six mil. Yeah, but it's yeah. still not. It's not ten million. Yeah, it's still not ten. Well, but also, yeah, that's I, an incredibly popular po- game. Pokemon's an RP uh, turn-based game. Pokemon's <laughs> interesting. I you, people bring that up, Sean, because it's like twenty million or something, or like eighteen to twenty million. That's actually down from from previous generations overall. Like if you go back to Red and Blue, it's like thirty-something million. So, I mean. It's... It, it really just depends personally i know we were talking about this before the show when i was younger i liked mm-hmm. turn-based now that i'm older i like action rpgs and i don't okay. really know what happened but this is just how it is maybe because 
I don't know. When you get older, time feels shorter well, than when you were a kid. I mean, that's even still different with the new generation. I know my little cousin doesn't give a shit about turn-based. He'd rather play action games. So it's you like, got to teach them. Like, look here, you little bastard. Even then, though, but but Yoshida brought it up in the interview. He's like, people like the newer generation they don't really understand why you can't just fire the gun, but you have to pick something in the menu that tells them to fire the gun. And uh, I mean, yeah, going through a menu with your characters just all politely standing around with the enemies. I mean, that does kind of look weird when you go up to a certain budget like they are here to where it looks like cinematics, how we had back then, just in game. I guess it is kind of jarring to see that to an extent. Even Final Fantasy VII Remake had to change things up pretty drastically. Well, I do want to bring up, so I'm playing Lost Odyssey for the first time, my glitchy thing. This is sort of like the real Final Fantasy 13. It's by uh, mm -hmm. Hironobu Sakaguchi, the original yeah. creator. Uh, Sakaguchi. Super good. I love this game so much, and it feels the graphics are still extremely modern. Uh, and I feel like I see so much conversation for it still. I feel like if they did turn based, I think it would sell. Maybe I'm I'm seething and coping, but I I feel like a mainline Final Fantasy turn based would still be fine. But you know, who here's knows? how we here's how we know if turn based has to is is just not going to work anymore. If Dragon Quest twelve comes out and it's not command based anymore, then I think it's like the writings on the wall then because that's been the most traditional straightforward series when it comes to their like jrpg combat and if it's like even if it's like a little bit of a, a, a stray from that path like not quite final Fantasy 7 remake but close to that then it's like oh this is it, is it is interesting i mean i know um starfield is a deviation from what we're talking about but even starfield doesn't have like the vet the system, VAT system yeah. uh, you i know, thought wait i thought it does does it I thought they sure? just didn't show it, but I oh. thought it was said that it has something like the VAT system in it. Oh, if Starfield doesn't I have didn't... the VAT system, I'm out. Oh, really? I, oh, I no. like the VAT system. I got the lot. feeling that it wasn't a part of the gameplay mechanics, but I don't know. If you're saying it was there, then I'll uh, that'll be interesting. I will believe that, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, it just... doesn't, according to the oh. chat. Uh oh, well, Sean's out. <laughs> no, no, well, no, here, no, here's mean, something else interesting. Was... Go ahead, Max. <laughs> Fuck. I, I was going to say, people are actually bringing up a really genius point I hadn't thought about, which is Yakuza 7, where uh, Yakuza has always been an action RPG, and then for the newest one, like a dragon. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Like a robot. Yeah, like a virgin. And there he they goes. got him. Yeah, oh no, they got him first time. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and probably go with the yeah, like a dragon became turn based, whereas the prior ones were action. And did the like a dragon sell better? I believe it sold well. Yes, yes, that one did. <laughs> the Yakuza got me. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think that one. There were people who were like, I don't like the combat for this, but I think the fact that they changed tradition so much with that game is one of the big selling factors for it too. I almost wonder if they did it again, that same style, if it would still sell that well also yakuza's been consistently like on an upward trend so i don't know i, th I think just it being different helped but hey i mean i, I tried again i liked it yakuza like a dragon is a very good game mm -hmm. absolutely i we'll see 16 is gonna be the most action-oriented final fantasy mainline game we've ever seen so if it comes out and it does really really well uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, it, it, next Final Fantasy is going to be like Call of Duty or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> you always have... It's not like they only make that game. I mean, it's no, great. No, it still makes a ton of turn-based RPGs. Mm -hmm. Yep, a lot of strategy yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. Strategy games. yeah. Well, so. speaking of the rumors, we're getting a Final Fantasy uh, Tactics remastered this year. So maybe they're just going to do that, but keep bringing old Final Fantasies Another, back as well. Jeez, they, like, they got 
a Dio field coming up and mm -hmm. a lot of tactics. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Evan, we have Discord question over there. We have someone who missed out on the PS2 area. He's wondering what the best way to experience those games is currently. Oh, ah. I mean, people are going to say emulation. Yeah, I forgot it. I mean, you don't even need like a it great computer. Though. It, it is, though, the best way, unless yeah. you want to spend the money. Take out a mortgage. Set up. PS3, yeah, get a PS. Uh, backwards compatible. Or get Steam like HD retrovision cables. <laughs> and then a PS2. Yeah. And then all the games. We need like a we need an actual like a like the like analog or somebody to do something with that. I don't know. I I would like a new way to get the PS2 stuff going. Or you can just hope that Sony eventually builds up their PlayStation Premium library to where it's worth it, and they have like fifty PS2 games on there or something. Um, but hey, if you need if you want a PS3 backwards compatible, look up the twenty gigabyte model. It doesn't have Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi in the PS3 is terrible anyway. And you can change the hard drive out, and they're almost always cheaper because no one knows they really exist. So get that one. It's fully backwards compatible with PS2 games. You have another one, Evan? Uh, since we have such a big subscriber base, do you think we can get 40,000 people to donate $1 so we can buy stock from Nintendo and go ask them <laughs> the real questions? Yeah, that would be pretty... We'd have to send Sean, right? Yeah. That was Sean one of the suggestions. Sean there. I'll wear my cheetah pants. He also suggests to do it to Sega if Sean wants to do it. So. Awesome. Oh, I could just... DM Sega. <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, to get DMs. a board seat at Sega, Probably Sean might bucks, just have to ATM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what would we ask Nintendo though? Let's that say we, we pointed up forty grand. What would be the Switch question? Switch Pro. Switch Pro. But, every, but, no, but everyone. But everyone keeps asking no, that, and their they, response is always, say, "We're always working yeah. on something." It's like, all right. Hmm. It has to be a very pointed question, you know, that they can't get a can't get out of. You know, if you uh, just sell the stock when you leave, and then just. Donate the money yeah. or something yeah. to a charity. Yeah. Like, we did it. <laughs> Where's the Switch Pro? What's the point in developing uh, all these online tools and never using them for your first-party games? Why, why is your online so wonky yeah. and, yeah, and that, different from go. game to game? There yeah, I'd be like, the real like, Metroid hey, Dread sales. I, you got to be real formal about it, though, and be like, um, as an avid <laughs> consumer of your product, why is your online play uh, connected to a turd of dog shit? Like, why is that specifically? Uh, we would need a translator, though, wouldn't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know yeah, some people. Would. I know some people. All right. Oh, yeah. so yeah. we have to have Sean read it off of paper, though, right? Is it? Uh, <laughs> he writes it out. Is it, is it Nate Mochizuki? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Do you have a mask? Mm. I like the Metroid question. The Met just what are the Met? What are the Metroid? Yeah, but, I mean, by yeah, the, the time we get there, it'll be after October anyway, so I don't care. Uh, that's true. That's true. Hmm. We we'll have to come back to that one. We got. We have to come up with. It. It'd be a forty thousand dollar question. <laughs> so that'd be a good one. We'll get one I'm shot. Like, like, why does Princess Peach not have an OnlyFans? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll re reconvene on this next. Uh, yeah. Net next week, we get Nate to give us some something to trip him up with. Let's uh, let's go to another Discord question, Evan. Then we'll we'll go over to the we'll do the PlayStation Star stuff. I right, want to do that. All right. Do you think PlayStation's reward program will be retroactive <laughs> for platinum trophies? Oh, that's interesting. Because no there way. Also, there was also someone I saw a super chat that mentioned platinum trophy counts. I don't have my platinum trophy count on me because mostly I don't care about it. But I think mine's zero still. Yeah. Zero. I know I have some. I know I have, I have some. I don't. My problem is when I beat a game. I just go to the next one 
Same. And I don't necessarily keep the only one that I really was like, you know, I'm I'm pretty close. It was Ratchet and Clank because I was like two or three trophies off. But I actually don't really care about trophies much at all. They're they're fun when they pop, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool. I did kill ten enemies in like ten minutes. But once I get the trophy, that's like you beat this game. I'm like, all right, I'm on to the next game. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know how many platinums I have. I have I, trophies in general for the games that I play through, but I think I have thirty five or forty plats, which I know is a lot. Yeah, people in the chat are saying they have hundreds i'm trying to get i usually get about 10 plats a year the last couple of weeks i don't think i have i don't yeah i don't know off the top of my head at that the look but i have a lot of trophies that are like you congratulations you beat the game and then yeah. that was it <laughs> i don't go out of my <laughs> way anymore to like yeah. complete anything like if it's close or if it's like a lot of them i have are just because you get all the trophies for just playing the game and it's like, well, I got the platinum because I played the game. But then there's Ghost of Tsushima where I'm like, I just don't want to stop playing, so I might as well go for every mm -hmm. trophy. So I I get it for final the Final Fantasies and the Resident Evils. I like interesting platinums. Like I'm kind of I'm I'm trying to do the Last of Us Part Two platinum, but it's boring as hell. You just find all 264 collectibles and you get the platinum. Yeah, see, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. They're, they're boring. <laughs> That's it. That. Only two hundred sixty-four collectibles. Like some of these I games, know. dude. Some of the games, the platinums are a pain. Like I'm, I'm doing Trails of Cold Steel right now. I'm forty hours in the game, and I look down, and I have seven of fifty-one trophies. I'm like, how is that a thing? The, <laughs> the is that possible? <laughs> the platinum for Final Fantasy fourteen takes ten thousand hours because you have to do like five thousand trophies. Yeah. yeah, so dumb. Yeah, but we do have something else, and I don't know if. I was curious about this. Is it possible that because I sometimes I'll talk to people and they just say they're not as interested in like how Jordan did. They're not as interested in the trophies as they used to be, maybe when they were fresh and new and it was this fun thing to, to do for the first time. Right. Unlock these trophies. Mm. We have this new rewards program, PlayStation Stars. It seems to have milestones and like I don't know, quests or tasks that are set up that are going to be system level. So they mentioned signing in once a month just checking in basically hey turn your playstation on congratulations you got this uh all the way up to be the first one to get a platinum in this brand new game that just released which to me means that reviewers are just going to get all those i, I don't know how that works <laughs> that's, that's uh, what i said in my video yeah i've platinum games before they came out i'm like yeah they're, they're definitely going to disqualify us and i think that's fair no I, yeah no idea how that works but they did mention that you'll be able to use the points for different things that you buy in their shop which can also apparently be wallet funds so I, I guess you get cash back if you play the games. Digital collectibles too. Digital collectibles was funny because, every, dude, so many people I saw in the press were like, "This sounds like NFTs," but really, they, they're just like, "Well, no, it's kind." I picture it's like Astro's playroom. If you go through that, you get those artifacts, and they fill up a room. I'm picturing that room just being like a system option you go to, and mm -hmm. then there's this PlayStation Three controller we gave you, uh, because you were one of the only people ever to play through a streaming game on the service. <laughs> uh, so, something like that, right? Or you beat God of War Ragnarok, they give you a Kratos uh, statue for your little digital drawer. That's I would love it picture. if you platinum one of those PSP games that are getting trophies. It'd be cool if they give you like a Darth Vader PSP for your little uh, collection. I don't know. Hmm. That's, that's kind of how I'm picturing is they have different character models uh they said things from the past for sony that's like legacy stuff and they already have all those scanned for uh for astro's playroom so i assume a lot of that stuff will just show up there so be like hey here's the playstation i that no one actually bought it's now yours 
I am curious though, the the platinum race. They said by region. Mm -hmm. Okay, they do. I think okay, it was yeah, time yeah, zone. So yeah, time zone, region, all that stuff. I'm curious how that's gonna be tracked and done correctly. Right. And, I guess you could put yourself in a weird time zone or something. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of questions around that one. Uh, but I think this makes sense for them to build on top of their trophy system, because something I've kind of noticed is the trophy and achievement stuff has been kind of stagnant for like a decade now. It's been, oh, I mean, it's been basically the same kind of thing. Sony just tried to do something that was invite only there for a little while, but they didn't really do anything after that. I think they collected info and then came up with this. But mm -hmm. when they first talked about achievements and they introduced on the Xbox, then we got trophies on the PlayStation is this big thing. And it was cool because it was like you get stuff in your games. Then it's just become kind of like, I don't know, standardized to where it's almost boring at times. Like, yep. All right. What's the platinum? All right, cool. I, I honestly have never cared about achievements. I don't care about achievements. I don't care about trophies. Like, it's cool. Like, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But it does nothing for me. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I love them, man. So, something about it's interesting. It feels like an extra style of quest in a meta sort of way. It's like here's a bunch of objectives that the game developers have come up with that push you a little bit further. And I like that. So here's why it's, it is smart to have them for the company. I see people on Twitter and other places that will be like, I got to get it on PlayStation because I want the platinum trophy. So mm -hmm. that's a selling point. It doesn't actually do anything for you necessarily. I mean, it's attached to your like gamer card, I guess, that can technically be revoked by Sony at any time. But still, uh, it's uh, it's just that extra thing, you know? It's like the <laughs> thing to collect. So water. if that's <laughs> if that's able to push them just over the edge to buy, it's it's worth it for Sony or Microsoft to try to keep implementing this stuff. So I I still wonder if we'll get to the, the day where Nintendo implements their own achievement system. Cause that's everyone always mentions that now. <laughs> you can't even play fucking four people on a team in Mario Strikers. That's Stop the it. achievement. <laughs> it pops and it's like, wow, that's cool. We got you did it. You got two people in two different places with Somewhat two switches. Functional online internet. <laughs> what about <laughs> internet. Theme? themes? Oh gosh, folder. Yeah. Messaging no, your no. friends now. Messaging yeah. your friends. Am I asking? I'm asking for a lot with achievements. Hey, Luigi's Mansion Three had achievements built in, didn't it? Some of these games have them. Yeah, but what it's almost good? like every game is completely different than the other game when it comes to first party Nintendo stuff, when it, it comes to online like or achievements and stuff. It is. I, I feel like Nintendo could come up with some weird thing that, I don't know, maybe it'll work, but that's one of the reasons I wanted to see Nintendo try, just because they might do something that actually like catches on and it's like, oh, this is creative. Like PlayStation Stars, that could be pretty creative, depending on what they come up with. And I kind of think they're going to mix it in with, playstation home 2 whenever that comes out Ooh, wait is that a rumor no i it is now i'm making it <laughs> that's the rumor based, based on that reset era <laughs> gaming leaks Dude, reddit i i hated playstation home but if they brought it back in a cool way i'd, I'd try it oh, again it's gonna be tied into psvr 2 it's it's probably gonna be VR chat. It's probably whatever Haven's working on, and it's going to be called some, maybe something different than PSVR 2. But it's like, like a second life kind of thing. I just like fucking with people on PSVR. Because you'd have the, like, you know, they have like the little dance areas and stuff. People yeah, are like, right come to my girl. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you virgin? Shut up. Yeah. And everyone's using the exact same, like, two dance emojis. It was <laughs> terrible. It was I so imagine it's that's too popular for Sony not to look at and be like, well, we it's, need to attempt I mean, this it's, at least. It's, yeah, I mean, they will. It's metaverse. It's yeah. essentially what it the is. metaverse is. 
I guess my thought is, I feel like monetizing that is so weird. Like, I, I'll be honest, if I ever played PlayStation Home, I wouldn't buy anything. Like, screw it. But if it's unlockables, like if it's part of PlayStation Stars or beating games like in Dresses Leon Kennedy, I, I might participate then. If, if you could have your achievement trophy statue, on a, on a whatever shelf they give you. In your game. On a shelf, yes. And it's all 3D rendered. And technically, mm -hmm. at that point, you have the PSVR 2 controllers where you can pick them up. Yeah, Sean could walk into your house, pick it up, <laughs> chuck it at you. Yeah, like that, oh, that could be fun. Or maybe you can switch something that's like they're not allowed to grab it. They can't pick this up, but they can see it. That I mean, that'd be kind of cool just to tie it all in. To me, that's kind know, of It sounds like one step away from importing bored apes. and. I wouldn't be shocked if <laughs> 15 years in the future we look back on this and we were like, house. that was it. That was the moment they made the move right there. <laughs> they just didn't tell us. They did. They did make a response in like an hour <laughs> for that. Like, no, 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 no. This isn't NFTs yet. But they they uh, they were quick to 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 push back on that. I, I kind of understand why. Um, but for now, it's tied to your account. I don't know if we'll ever get to a point where you can trade collectibles that you earn from trophies. But I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. Anyway, end of the year. So Max, you'll tell us if all of your platinums pop immediately and give you like an entire waterfall of like statues that just fall down into your account. Right. Or store. I'm most curious because they said store credit. So if I suddenly get a bunch of store credit, I'll let y'all know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they give you like a dollar for your platinum or something like that. You beat Balan. Yeah. Here's $40. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, I beat Balan and they just give me another copy of Balan and like spread the disease. It's like the ring tape. You have to get someone else to play it to break the curse. Uh, I need to, we'll, we'll go over to Super Chats here. So Evan, you want to hit us with the Discord question while I pull that up? Which Switch case do you all use? Also grip or no grip? I have the... I have, I have the standard Nintendo I have the, one. I have the Satisfy grip. I do have a, a hard a harder shell case. I don't know what the brand was, though. I, I use... um. Do you use the Hori one, I thought? No. What's the thing that lets you use the Pro Controller? That's the, the, S, the S1. Yeah, the fixture S one, yep. and now they have a case that you can it. fit the whole thing in. Because yep. I got one, that's that's my go to. Yep, I, that is that is nice to have that like that pro controller uh, on the go. I, I gotta be honest, my Switch hasn't really left but my no. home in a while. Yeah. It just kind of yeah. it just kind of goes around in my house. Like if I want to play in a different room or something, it just kind of goes with me. I don't. I, I, I think they either. were they, yeah they built it up like we were gonna take it everywhere, and like then lockdowns happened and everyone no one could take it anywhere. So. It's uh, it just kind of got used to just being around the house. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I played Metroid Dread on a plane, and that was a good experience. Yeah. But I, I have not taken my Switch out of the house since then. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like if maybe I travel, like if I was on a plane for three or four hours, I probably would take the Switch with me then and play it. You know, I'd play it there. But I just haven't had a reason to get on a flight or doing that stuff. Recently. I remember playing my DS on a train ride, and I had like the whatever madden was on there and like the, the dude madden? next to me was just like blown away i was like whoa what's this i was like, madden he's like really i was like yeah he's like it kind of is ugly i was like yeah but it's still madden is that tight it's still madden well it has uh, two screens let me go over to some of these super chats here scott says good evening fellow gamers good evening. solo good says evening. what is your most anticipated game of 2022 aside from god of war i was gonna say god of war aside from Anticipated uh, game of 2022. Bayonetta 3. Splatoon. Bayonetta I'm, I'm 3. looking forward to Dark Tide. That's about it. 
I'd say stray, but I already beat it. I'm between. If God of War's out, then I'm I'm kind of between uh, Bayonetta and Mario Rabbids. Works, I hope. Yeah, that's t that's a tough one. That's tough. I want to say Star Ocean, but no one's gonna believe that. The game does look good. The new stuffs look great for it. I just, I really want to help. I, I, I want it to be good. I want Star Ocean to have a good release. And I know oh, so it's going to come out and it's going to be like a 60 on Metacritic. I'm like, well, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> a Callisto Protocol. I'm definitely most hyped for Callisto. Yeah, it looks good, yeah. too. Good one. Good. Yeah, it's a good pick. Good. But all my hype's going to Dead Space. Too close. Oh, also, okay, okay. the Sega Genesis Mini 2. Not a game, but all right, cool. It is a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a system that has games on it. Hey, I will tell you if Lunar One and Two are those fully English and everything. Well, you think they're gonna pull those. Those. Oh wait, oh, wait that's right. So, after show. So sorry. now, now you want the topic? I'm sorry. The show. Sorry. After show. That's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> if Lunar's there, that that is that is pretty good. I'll give it. Well, it's gonna be pretty good. Let's just say that. I live for retro. Says 2022 may have started off boring software wise, but we've been getting some cool hardware with the Steam Deck, Analog Pocket, and Playdate. And the Sega Genesis Mini 2! <laughs> T-Joe says, My Switch isn't docking right lately. I feel like something's wrong with the springs. The USB-C plug doesn't fully seat in. Can the springs go bad? Can the springs go bad? I mean, I, technically, any spring that's mechanical can yeah. go bad. I don't... I mean... That would be tough. Like, you'd really... I don't know how you would... Unless something like, like liquid or, like, something sugary got in there that, like, would make it sticky or it wouldn't move well. I'm trying to think of how... Those springs don't really get pushed that badly. So, hmm. I mean, the good news is you can just, uh, docks are like 40, 50 bucks on, on uh, Nintendo's website. So if that's the worst case scenario, that's that's actually pretty good compared to the Switch being busted. TJ says, is Sega ever going to patch Sonic Origins almost a month later? And I still cannot play Sonic 3 competition mode by myself on Switch. Uh, yes, they have actually come out very recently, I think in the last like 12 hours and said, we're going to fix this. Even the modding community Who gave up this? on that, by the way. Oh, shit. Misclick here. Stop working, man. Out of nowhere. You got your internet back? It's back. All right. It just started working out of nowhere. They're not racist anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> for now. For, yeah, for now. For now. For now. Oh, Mine got fixed like... last, though. That's suspicious, isn't Say? it? Say? <laughs> That's fucked. They're not racist anymore. We got we got OJ player essence here joining us. That's that good to have OJ here. Sorry to bust in like the Kool Aid man. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Good, we're good. How was the How was the pre show? Pre show was fun. It was good until my it just stopped working. Ouch. Well, it was good. There was like there was like nearly four hundred peeps there, so it was it was fun. PTP says we pretty much know all the games that are coming out this year without playing some of the games predictions for game of the year and the six nominees. Oh, Sonic Frontier. Before a lot of them are even out. Oh, um, man. Uh, Elden Ring's three. obvious, right? Yeah. God of War. Okay. Got those. Yeah. Okay. Dark Horse Shredders. Shredders. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I think Shredders will be indie game. I think it'll be in. The, I don't know if it's going to be in the. I mean, you, have, you have to have an indie game in the list. Three. They well, might as well make that. The well, what about what about Stray? Stray's an indie game, and it, it, there's a lot of talk about that. Oh God, I nope. knocked my mic over. Nobody cares about Stray. Oh, whoa, they're whoa, going. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Whoa. Cat people are fucking weird. They're like horse people. Hey, For, first of all, how dare you? Horse people? <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> what kind of world do you live in? Horse girls do have a problem. I, I will have, confirm that. I have three. Three is what. how many we've named so far. All right. We have, what did you say? Elden Ring, God of War, Bane out of three is what you what we you said, MVG, right? Yep. Okay. It, it, is, is, does Mario Rabbit Sparks Hope have any chance? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Why are we dismissing Shredder Blade Shredder have Man? any chance? No. I wasn't dismissing it. I I think Xenoblade does have a chance. I, I, I don't I don't think it does. I think it's going to be and really I'm, I'm hard the biggest, I'm the biggest Xenoblade fan ever. Xenoblade if Xenoblade comes in at like a 91 or 92. It's not going to matter. Oh, man. Because the I, people who vote for Game of the Year, like we're talking Keeley Awards, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking, the people mm-hmm. who vote for Game of the Year are not the same people who they review the games mm. for the sites. There is a oh, disconnect, yeah. a well, very clear disconnect from people who actually vote and the people they get to review those type of games. Right. You know? Right. So right, I right, think right. that's the reason why it's going to get great reviews. It's going to be mid high eighties, mid to high eighties. So it's going to be up there in terms of review score, but actual game of the year for keely awards no now for other websites absolutely well, jeff grubbs in the chat we can ask him what he's putting on there he said neon I, white i think, her, I think Grub, you need to put shredder one. on there yeah that's the thing neon white would probably take indie over shredder sean based on how the way I'm, on what about. fucking planet uh dude you see a lot of people are talking talking about neon white pretty uh, neon and they're still playing it i definitely yeah. see more conversations still about neon white i like shredders more but neon white still got that tail to it are we even mm. was it a cat I'm gonna drop if we're if we're stuck on three. I'm just gonna put Horizon Forbidden West in there because I don't think it's fine to fill out this fourth is, one. When's Callisto Protocol? It'll be too late. Yeah. I, I'm counting it. Screw it. I'm count on my game of the year. I'm gonna count whatever game comes out this year. Yeah, but we, we can all just light. agree, yeah, right? Like the game, the, the game awards. It's just gonna go to Elden Ring. Yeah. Like there's yeah, no, yeah. Other, not even God of War is gonna beat it. Like there's no, no other big game that's no, gonna. No, I think beat God Elden of War Ring. could be if God of War. No, no. Elden no, Ring is not. the biggest thing that has happened to the internet. I feel since like the this internet. reminds. Okay. This reminds me very much of what happened with God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two, where everyone was like, Red Dead Redemption Two is taking it. There's no chance. No, and then Red Dead Redemption Two won every single award, and then we got the Game of the Year, and God of War won it. I it's just second I time just now can't see. I just can't see any other like even if God of War, everyone's like, "Oh, this game is." There's something about the 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 sweep of Elden Ring from mm. this year and how it's still carrying is this. There's it's like an influence like that. It's already locked in to win. Look at how it was like the years building up to it with Keeley announcing it and getting hype for it and being the one to premiere. It's all leading up to him giving it the award. I don't have any doubt in my mind that it's not going to that. Neon White should be in there. I'm looking at. Huh? I haven't got a chance to play it, but it should be in there. It's got a really high Metacritic. Okay. Like, so we have those four. That yeah. fills out the indie spot. Like bringing that up, OJ. He's got a high. I demand a recount. And I don't know. The last two are. I don't know. I mean, I've tried to pick between like I, Mario Rabbits could end up being a surprise hit in terms of like it's high rating. I don't know. I would see Xenoblade before uh, before I'm Spark of Hope. I'm putting Star Ocean in there, obviously. <laughs> no, but well, I'm, you know what? I am. I'm gonna. I'm voting Xenoblade in. Xenoblade yeah. in there. It's number five. Xenoblade. How are we putting Xenoblade over Shredder's Revenge? This is insanity. Because like hey, Xenoblade's like Shredder's Revenge like, will be game. there. It'll be Golden there, Sean, Moon. and then you game to probably lose the Neon. No one's even played it yet. <laughs> Absolute insanity. I'll just drop Mario Rabbit in there. If, if Clister Protocol was closer, maybe. Could have put that in there, but yeah. All right. That works. That works. That works. 
and standard's good though i mean i, I like but it's like oh, an it's hour great long. it's like it's an hour game. long you know replay like, value level up the characters to get more moves yeah. well, playing it, i'm playing it right now i've broken a like few that. bosses in there some of the bosses like, are super easy it's like the bouncer i thought you were playing far cry 5 except the bouncer stinks <laughs> kiki says mg any thoughts on unity and iron source merger Sounds very sketchy that they partnered up with some malware company. I was going to say that's paper. a malware company. <laughs> yeah, um, it seems really, really strange, and uh, they're getting a lot of backlash and hate for it. And honestly, I mean, based on perception and 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 everything, it seems a little strange that they would jump in into that space. But I guess we'll see what comes I'd out be of really it. Really I mean, annoyed I think, if I was a, a developer at VG who was like three years into a project with Unity. I was. I was actually. I had dinner with a couple of devs last night that are Unity developers, and they've been working on with Unity for like over ten years. And oh. you know, it's it's like it's one of those things where you can't just up and change to like Unreal like overnight because it's a completely new workflow. It's like you know, changing like from Adobe to but, like Sony Vegas or something. But they so, are thinking so, about doing it. But but they are they are very much questioning yeah. you know is this the last game i'm going to make on unity mm. before i try something else so i don't know we'll see how that how that all plays out it's interesting ronald says shout out to mvg rep in his homeland thank you up the reds mobile gaming master race what i like where this is going it says consoles have, consoles have trash balan we have genshin <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is from Paul saying, oh, MVG, have you been able to check out the latest developments in the PlayStation 5 Blu-ray drive? Jailbreak, I think is what that stands for. Um, I haven't firsthand like played around with it, but I've been I've been following along with it. It's really, really interesting. Um, okay. But I haven't, you know, done it myself or anything like that, but it looks pretty cool. Metal says, will Joe Rogan be the commentator in UFC 5? Leak it. I, sure. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 Peep says, yo, Cass, with Ubisoft shutting down DLC servers and some single player components, can devs patch games to be peer to peer online without servers? I mean, devs can do a lot of things. Will they do them? That's a different question eh, here. Just, just upload a Google Drive and drop the link. It's cool. Bradbury says, hey, all, I never get to watch you live anymore because of work, but luckily it's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Radberry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And somehow got off work. Love watching you guys and stay safe. Let's uh, actually, this is from Fishfan. Fishfan says, thanks for a great show, Spawn Crew. RGC, do you think cloud gaming can make it on the next gen Nintendo? And also, any good eats this week in Haljima? Um, Grandma came over, what's today? Saturday? She came over yesterday. Um, she brought me some lunch from a fast food restaurant around here. Okay. Uh, I mean, I just the problem isn't necess or necessarily can Nintendo do it. It's the infrastructure is not there yet. And it's gonna take a while to get the infrastructure to the point of where it, it works to the point, and then you're gonna have people who still won't it, it's a good option. Um, I just don't like it as a mandatory thing. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's uh let's talk about this uh this nintendo direct stuff that popped up obviously there's a nintendo direct next week uh no there, there's a <laughs> there, there's a there was an there was an article that was posted up i noticed it got a, a lot of traction online for people discussing this and and sean you mentioned this because we've talked about this a couple of times but i was surprised how many people really like went over this specifically about 
I, it seems like the question is, and they go over pros and cons. Would you mind if Nintendo retired the big Nintendo Direct format, as in just no more standard Nintendo Directs that we look forward to that are scheduled as one big show for third and first party games all jammed together in 40 minutes. Instead, Bayonetta 3 gets announced. It seems to explode online anyway, just from a Twitter drop and the trailer reveal. And we had the Kirby game that was announced and got a similar reaction. As in, if you just put it on Twitter or you send out the press release and you put the YouTube video out, it has the same effect anyway. <sighs> the, the only reason that this is a conversation is because we did not get one in the month of June. Now, when was the last time that we had a situation that was similar to this during COVID and you got all these weird directs and you got all this other stuff and people said the exact same thing. Now, yes, technically speaking, you, as long as you get the information, who cares how you get the information, but it's not like they need to change it because Nintendo directs aren't working. I mean, Sony does state of play events and stuff like that. Could you see more game specific ones? Sure. But I, I just think, you know, the idea of having, Maybe you don't need, you know, four a year. Maybe you cut it back to two or something like that. But really, the only reason I feel this was done was because, okay, you have to talk. You have to talk about Bayonetta 3's release date if it's yes. coming out in October. You don't want to wait till September to do what we anticipate will be some sort of direct. And then you're like, oh, yeah, next month, waka waka. It's like, no, you got to have a little bit more run up time. So, like, you know, I, I still think that there's other stuff that they're going to do this year as well. I, I definitely think there's going to be another Nintendo Direct. Do we need them? I mean, they're nice. They're not life or death, but it's just, it just feels very similar to the COVID year. It was, it yeah, was the same sort of thing. To add to that, Furukawa in 2020 said, and I have the article here, he said, we feel Nintendo Directs are incredibly effective. Inversely, times change, and so does the most effective way to promote products, so there is a chance that a new, better way to present this information comes about. So we like to examine all the possible ways to communicate this information. So I feel like this was something that, you know, was kind of inevitable in, in, in some ways, especially with the delay of Breath of the Wild 2, that maybe they just thought, well, I don't really need to like focus on the direct, you know, for for the summer months. We just We just need to communicate what we're working on, you know, as we're as we're you know doing it, for example, like you said with Bayonetta three, I think I think ultimately the message and the marketing behind it is still going to be as good as it was anyway. So I think you know they can definitely you know sit back and and announce directs in a more strategic fashion over time. I would say. I was um, on Twitter and I saw people say that why wasn't there a direct with the announcements that's happened, and I'm like where are all the announcements that would make up of a direct like a there's not there's first, not first party so there's not i enough don't meat. yeah i don't understand all these games that are being they're doing release date reveal trailer xenoblade was announced already in the february direct mm -hmm. bayonetta was announced already five years ago and then they they it was the one last thing for the last year's direct and then it's an eShop kirby game that's not enough for some type of big direct to get people hyped and excited. Maybe you can combine it with the third party one, but I think they kind of wanted to focus on those big third party games. So I don't see why everyone's saying there could have been some type of big direct when there hasn't been anything like new, like maybe if there was like a new 
you know, F-Zero game that was announced on Twitter or something like that, then I can understand. But there really hasn't been much and mm. there's no need to force it. People sometimes want to like force a direct when there's games not close to being released. So I kind of like the directs where they like announce stuff and like you can play them, you know, right. Like relatively short time. Agreed. Yes. So I, there's no need to have a direct and everything's like, well, 2023, 2023, 2024, later, no release date. That's not the type of directs that I do, would want. Do you so think there would have been it. one if if Breath of the Wild 2 was coming out this year, though? Do you but, think they would have had one? Potentially, because yeah, that game, don't, don't you know, agree. even though they've already announced it, but that game's much bigger. You know, people are just like waiting for info. They, they might have had one, but I'm not 100% sure that they would i think they might wait till september and then you can talk about the q1 games if there's like another big game or two other third party games i think that was maybe the plan and i don't know i think it might look kind of bad maybe if you overshadowed all like persona and all these other games that are coming yeah like near automata and all this stuff i mean those are big third party games harvest stella so i don't know i'm, I'm for a bunch of games that are coming out in 2023 because there's not anything left for this year maybe one surprise maybe like metroid prime remaster or something i'm kind of right. back and forth on this because when we get a lot of the info at once in like a 40 minute direct there are games that would, are smaller that tend to just kind of get looked past because they close out with uh Bayonetta no. three or something right i, I completely i completely disagree you a don't lot think of the so? a lot of the smaller games benefit because you wouldn't be talking about them otherwise somebody said True. it yeah uh the the bayonetta um trailer got 400,000 views the mm -hmm. last Nintendo Direct got 9 million the last Nintendo Direct overall yeah so but uh, I mean also we're talking yeah. in just a couple days in a Twitter drop uh, I, I I kind of enjoy in a weird way I'm kind of liking this no direct I kind of like this these little drips of like here's a game here's something I don't know to me, I thought it was cool. I like the the game focused directs. Like honestly, that Xenoblade Three direct sold me on Xenoblade Three. I pre ordered it right after I watched that. You know, I kind of like that. I feel like if I look at the last major direct and ask what first party games are there off the top of your head, you'll tell me the major one, but you probably wouldn't be able to tell me like a Kirby, like the Kirby Cake kind of game that was shown. What? Like I, I'm saying, it's not it, like it's not as memorable. Like if we had go back and look at a direct that aired two weeks ago, for example, that was like this major one, well, we'd be talking about the big release and not like the small one, like that Kirby game. I think that would have been one that would have been kind of looked past if it closed well, out there. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm not too. saying that we needed a direct now, especially if this is what it was going to entail, but you know, going forward in the future, you would assume there would be more stuff to talk about. You know, it's all don't don't force a direct because you feel like you need to do one. But exactly. if you have a lot of stuff and you want to give some shine to some smaller games as well, because it does help. I, I completely think it does help because um, even if you, it's just subconsciously, you know, when that game gets a release date or something or it comes out, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that mm -hmm. in the direct. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think as long as you have the content to make a direct, you should do it. But don't force it. What what do you think would have happened this year if there was an E3? I well, we, I mean, wouldn't Nintendo have done. I think it would have been all about uh, Breath of the Wild two. Do you think they would have mm. just fallen back mm. to that and been like, "Here's no, Breath of the Wild two Or do you think they would have been like, Honestly, "I think Here's... they would have." I would have. I don't think they would have changed anything. Okay. I think, you think they would have grabbed think, the third party stuff. They would have grabbed the first party stuff that they've kind of already announced, and then maybe yeah. 
they show the Metroid Prime remaster as a way to close it out. And yeah, maybe that's maybe. how they get past it. They would have just shoved more Xeno. They would have just been like, yeah, oh, guys, Xeno's out. coming out, yeah. or Xeno's coming out next month. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm curious about, is what they would have done then if there was an E3. Because they feel like they have to participate in E3 every year, it seems like. Uh, whereas like Sony's like, ah, we're not there anymore. Um, even though they're part of the ESI, which is interesting. So that's... Uh, that's the thing I'm curious about. What's the alternate timeline where there's an E3? Hmm. I mean, they could have done, you know, if they felt the need to do one, you could have done the third party stuff. Mm. And then you have, as far as a full on direct, you do the third party stuff with your Bayonetta release date, Xenoblade stuff, maybe show some Pokemon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of like one or maybe two major directs a year. And then they just do like treehouse stuff with games to show off like uh like they would show off xenoblade for half an hour that way or they'd and bakugan but there we go so you close out with that yep uh, they you remember they, 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 they yeah see see yeah. They, do you remember that if yeah. that wasn't a direct you wouldn't remember it but it closed out a treehouse exactly <laughs> and then they randomly sent me a huge box they sent everyone that i didn't i'm like i don't even know what i don't is. even know how they got my address they sent me a huge box with the game and all right. the toys and i was like well little cousin here you go I gave, it, I gave it to the nephews i thought it was the most amazing thing and i'm like i, I don't know what this is <laughs> yeah i got a box too i was like okay i think it's still here yeah <laughs> i don't know it's like in the extra room or something i don't know there was still a lot of excitement from the twitter announcement reveal and all of this and even like nintendo doesn't even show off hardware in those directs anyway so i <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I wonder how how badly they really would need a direct if they didn't want to have one. They could just kind of throw stuff out there and well, they create never, a bunch of hype. And do they ever do hardware stuff in a direct? Usually, hardware stuff is a completely separate thing. No, they haven't done it since they yeah. botched it in yeah. 20, 2011. You know what they did instead? They did a live show, and you know what? We need more Nintendo live shows. That's what their E three should be. They get the puppets out, and mm. they just go full on like that. They just they oh, do man. it again. I I love it, dude. I love that. Bring it retro. <laughs> I like. I even like the one they did for the Switch, where they laid down on the couch in this really awkward position to show off how comfortable the Joy Cons are. <laughs> it's like I. I it's just, they brought that couch out. They carried a couch out. He draped himself on it, and they carried the couch away. I love that. <laughs> That's. I want to see. I hope they do that for the next hardware. They just do another live event. I, I want that again. That was that was good. The live event was dope because like Suda like went off script. Oh yeah. <laughs> Translator was like panicking and sweating bullets. They never did another live event again. Thanks, Suda. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. I think I think we're back to I think we see another direct in like September, October, Sean. I think I think you're right about that. And I think they uh I don't know if they do it in August because Tok Tokyo Game Show wait no. Why? You don't, you don't need one in August. Too early. There you know what? There's like too many games. What like October, a... have you guys seen October's like release window? Like or like the no, release of games was in June. Well, if if uh, <laughs> if Metroid really is coming in November, October. as like Jeff is very adamant about, Jeff is a fraud. You talk about Jeff Grubb? How? What? Yeah. What did they announce? They announced it in September. Fraud. And it's like, hey, well, in, in a month and a half, this game's out. Jeff so a fraud. I'm whatever happened fraud to until he comes on the happened, podcast? Whatever happened to Wind Waker HD? Yeah, and Twilight Princess. There we go. Yeah, RGT, you made videos, RG. I watched your videos. Yes, Sean. I, I'm making a video yeah, tomorrow yeah, about Sean. Metroid Prime yeah, and why too, I think it needs to come out. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. And then you edit. Once again, <laughs> once again, what did we just talk about during the pandemic year? 
we had a special direct for what super mario all-stars collection no, we did it. You could, yes we did <laughs> you could simply just do something that game like came that. out what six or seven weeks after that yeah you <laughs> could simply just be like yo yo you like you like fucking zelda and metroid bitch well here's three games that are coming out you know in the next couple of weeks i think it easily especially if it's the the two we're, we're like we're assuming that twilight princess and wind waker are going to be bundled Party together familiar. and and then yeah and then metroid prime i mean hell you could do individual ones on both of those they could discontinue them after three months yeah <laughs> now that's a great idea See, now we're talking <laughs> i i think you're right about that because they're so gonna happen i'm gonna blame you when that happens <laughs> the zelda one's definitely happening they're watching you. now they're like that's a great idea <laughs> what, what, the, the world sold like how like 10 million in like a month <laughs> yep they're, they're like get them off the shelf now <laughs> off the shelf yeah. Yeah. they're still they're still on the shelves yeah <laughs> they just went to the nintendo store and started ripping shelves down <laughs> The uh, I, you know, they could do that, Sean. They absolutely could because we already know those games. Well, we do. There's, there's probably, I'm sure, a lot of. We don't really have to. I mean, even um, no. Nah, well, Skyward Sword got its own subsequent videos to sort of explain mm -hmm. everything yeah. as well. So I mean, you could you could easily do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'd, I'd be happy with it. Prime. Just give me a Metroid Prime. I'm okay with that. Although you can't. Sh I still feel like they can't show Metroid Prime Remaster without showing Metroid Prime Four, acknowledging it in some way. No. That would be weird. They'll say, we'll just acknowledge it. Stay, stay yeah. tuned. Metroid yeah. Prime 4 is still they in development. They did that. Stay they did that with Metroid Dread. They're going to do they've it with Prime 2? Yeah. They've done they'll, it multiple they'll, times. They'll, Oops, they'll they just, did it again. The way that they do it is they'll say, we know that people are in very much anticipating Metroid Prime 4. It's still mm. in development. We'll have more to share later. But for now, we have a very special treat for fans of Metroid. And then bang, into there you go yeah, mbg is actually working on the presentation that's how he knows it <laughs> <laughs> they did that for uh you guys remember they did that maybe a time or two for bayonetta 3 like when astral chain came out they were yeah. like yeah you know bayonetta 3 still yeah. happening but look at this cool action game here play this oh metroid prime remaster and then close out with prime for a cinematic trailer do it Ooh, or maybe 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 just say, "Hey, beat this game," and there's a Prime Four trailer at the end of it. Oh, those were the cool days back then. Yeah. Remember the, the yeah the, the Metroid Prime Hunters demo on the DS that came with your DS. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what sold me on mm -hmm. a DS because my buddy got one. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of lame." He's like, "Nah, it's tight." I was like, "I don't know, man. The graphics don't look all that <laughs> that's good." That's just a good moment. And he was though. like, and he was like, "Check this out." And he he did a little trailer where Samus was crouched down on the bottom screen, and then she stood up, and I was like, "Holy fuck! I gotta get one of these." The top screen. It's like there's two screens. And the next day, I called every electronics store near me, and there was um, I was going to community college at the time, and there was a place like 30 minutes away that had one. I just hopped in my car. I was like, "Can you save it?" They're like, "No." I was like, "I'll be there." I didn't go to class or anything. I just went straight up there picked it up came back to uh, school and like we had this little area that everyone sat in called blue hall there was a cruising usa machine in there as well and at the time you could smoke cigarettes in there so i literally just i went and got some food i sat down at the table i played super mario 64 ds and just chain smoked for like two hours three hours and i was like oh fuck i never went to class today whatever good times good times oh, man gosh and we got a Discord question over there. Uh, yeah, let's go with this one. Sonic guy here. I haven't been around to watch the Spawncast live in a long while, but wanted to 
get a chance to say that the podcast, as well as each and every one of your contents, have been helping me a lot in my long hours at work, including weekends and the life events that have been going on around me, including the loss of my brother, who was a big fan of many of you as well. You're all awesome. And to Jordan, how's Sonic Frontiers looking? Uh, Well, first off, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, Yeah. But, um, you know, Frontiers definitely is a game. And Sonic's in it. Sonic is in it. That's true. That's he's kicking people. Uh, See, I don't know about that. You didn't see that? No. (laughs) All I know is about Sonic is there. There. He's He's blue. He's blue. He's blue. Still blue. blue blur. That's why they call him the blue blur. Right, right, right. Remember, you know, it's a good game. Blue blur. Blur. I remember that. That was like a more realistic kind of Mario. Metal Jesus is like obsessed with blur. That was a good game. Is he? Yes, he. Well, my, when, I, when he made a Steam Deck video, he was like, "You got to play Blur on it." And I was like, "I like okay. it." I had a good Blur. marketing campaign against Mario Kart, but Split Second was a. Uh, I like that game. Oh, actually, I mix it up. I mix up Split Second and Blur all the time. They have like the same box art. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Tjo says, "Mobile games get taken away all the time, including ones I paid full price for long ago. Why is everyone only now with Assassin's Creed Liberation revolting? There's like gotcha games that are like live serve people." There are some of those games that go away, and some people spend tens of thousands of dollars on them, and they're just. I don't, they don't think people. Are, I don't think people are now revolting. Um, uh, Ubisoft has had a very, very bad history with PC games in general, with DRM and Activation and all sorts of just weird shit that they've done over the years, and this is just another thing that they they tried and i guess you know maybe it's not as bad as we initially thought but no this is not a only you know we're only you know throwing our arms up now this is something that's been happening for years with them okay sabbath says hardware engineer moore's law is dead confirmed switch 2 in 12 months hardware to about 10 times more powerful than current switch is very rarely wrong very reputable source the only one i follow (laughs) 10 times more powerful in 12 months damn Whoa. So by next July? So they're going to announce it before the Splatoon one? Oh, no. It's after a little bit. That's going to suck for those people. I don't know. I don't know. I think think this generation is going to mess some people up. (laughs) Nintendo's going to do some weird stuff for the next couple of years, I think. Uh, it gives YouTubers some content. There you go. I think some people are going to be mad, happy, and it's going to be an interesting couple of years. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I switched two in 12 months. Um, I don't know if I'd bet on that. They're, they're not. They're going to 3DS it. There's going to be 8 billion variations and re-releases and 2D Switch S, whatever the fuck. Switch yeah. 4K. Telling you. Switch 4K. Mm. Yeah. I'm still kind of in that. What's that? In that boat. Developer for oh, uh, Night Dive Studios. MVG says a Switch 4K is coming. You heard it. I think I think we're seeing a revision. I think this generation's eight to ten years. MVG's working on a Switch 4K game confirmed on the Spawncast. And you know, I'll say now. I'll say now. It's what is this? Everyone will forget about this right now. Anyway, I seriously have doubts that Nintendo is going to build on this hybrid model. Well, I mean, if we, if we, hey, yeah, yeah, I years, see what you're saying. I, I think, I think they're going to do some weird stuff in the next gen. No way, man. 
breaking but my I, heart. I think, that, I think it's Jen's last in a while. But, I, I, I mean, think, look at look at the current president. I got, he's very I got conservative. Like he's he he doesn't really want to change and fuck with things too much. He everything is going really really well right now. I don't think they want to like mess around with with what's going. Oh, on. I think I mess around with it now. I I, I think this is a eight ten year generation. I don't see them doing anything super crazy. I agree. Like all the crazy people are like out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all the crazy Miyamoto's like making movies and like, yeah. You know, With Chris talking. Pratt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it'll be a while anyway before you see whatever they do after the switch. But I don't. What are you talking about? It's coming out by the end of this. It's being announced by the end of this year, according to I... a reputable leaker. Mm. According to I... a, a data a data miner. I think it's the, I think we see the revision. Is it data or data? It's data. data. It's whatever data. you want it to be. Data. It's like tomato, tomato. Right? Who the fuck says tomato? Yes, can I get a tomato, please? You just said it. You do. You just said it. Dude. <laughs> I did it in a in a sarcastic Confirmed. way, but you still did it. Dadder did it with a London accent. Symphonic. People here, potato. <laughs> people say people say potato here is really weird. Potatoes. Potatoes. Alan says, "Hope everyone is having a good evening. Excited to finally play Klonoa since my UK import of the physical cart arrived today. Wow, I went in a different direction. You have to check the cartridge. I did not get the cartridge. I had to get it physically. I'm waiting for mine to get here. <sighs> yeah, I still want to import it, but it's like they couldn't. They really couldn't have just really. Once I import it, they release it in the US. Watch, they decide." I'm playing it on the PlayStation right now. I'm waiting for that Switch physical copy. Bradbury says, "What do you, th what do you think was a better remake, Link Between Worlds on 3DS or Link's Awakening on Switch?" Well, mm -hmm. Link Between Worlds wasn't a remake. It was a, a brand new remake. game. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at it just from the angle of they built another or sequel to Link to the Past, basically. Uh huh. I mean, art style wise, I guess I would go with Link's Awakenings. That that has an interesting look, but I think Link's Link Between Worlds is a better game. And Nicholas says, I'm playing Bayonetta on my Wii U right now because I'm too cheap to buy it again on the Switch. There you go, Sean. Break out the Wii U. I'm not doing Fire that. Fire it up. I don't even break it know up. what box it's in. Uh, you shouldn't. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Bayonetta on the Switch is actually a lot better. It runs a lot better. So Can't, wait, I could I could pirate it. What you could? What? Simu? Sure. Is that the name Who's of it? It is not. Uh, Fuck Nintendo. They don't like me, anyways. <laughs> but well. you you were just talking about not wanting to buy it. Basically, is what you were doing earlier. Yeah. Now I don't have to buy it. I already what? own it on the Wii U. Oh, I'll, I see. Your, okay, I see what you're saying. And I'm just playing the Wii. Wii U. No, I'll just fucking fucking Simu at it. Buy it on the Switch. What am I made of? Money? Buy it for me, Papa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This you're gonna, expense. you're gonna, you're gonna play it on your PC. You don't play anything on your PC. But it's an emulator, so it's okay. What? <laughs> it's not really. You're gonna not... sit at your PC monitor playing on your PC yeah, for 10, 10 to twelve hours. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a DMCA um, violation. The if you do that, really I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Pretend it, no, you're just gonna buy it. You're, one night you're gonna be on Amazon and be like, whatever. Didn't you already beat the games? Sure. Yeah, but I haven't played them in a while though. Yeah, I played I'm, them. I actually played them both on the on the Wii U. Okay, so you played Beta One and Two and beat those on the Wii U. Yeah. 
Oh, but he you want to replay before Bayonetta just, 3. Don't, right, don't right, plug right. it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that should be a that, that's a whole video idea there for you right there right there Sean I plugged in my Wii U in 2022 there you go I do those videos always do well there you go and yeah, you then would the capture footage for Bayonetta 2 while the you're thumbnail there. is just you holding the the pad I yeah. and just blowing yeah. dust off of it you can do the the, the 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 picture yeah yeah, yeah. do the I'll be right back He's going. He's looking for his. Way. Yeah. He's looking for. Oh, I can make money from this. Shout out to Sabbath. Then we have Diz saying, "Have any of you tried Shredders yet? It's genuinely my favorite snowboarding game." Says Amp2. That went in a different direction. I think most of you are expecting. I've heard some describe it as skate meets snowboarding. I played it a little bit. It was not clicking with me, at all. Unfortunately, mm. controls were just a little. I don't know. Weird. It, 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 approaching the jump and then going to tricks it just i don't know it wasn't working t joe says if knuckles chaotix and a couple other 32x games isn't on the mini too i think that's a missed opportunity chaotix has never been re-released i would like to see that are they doing 32x games on that thing though because i think i thought they just mentioned cd they have i mean they haven't announced the entire mm. set yet so maybe but yeah right now no we don't know about it Edwin says it's official. Bungie is a Sony company as of today. Killzone reboot, please. Yes, yeah, probably not. Do you see the the likes on that tweet? Sony just saying, yeah, the deal is done. Like pe people are way too excited about a stupid contractual I, obligation. I think people have expectations for what's going to come out of that deal that are not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, exactly. Sony has said they're working on what ten or twelve live service games. Bungie is probably going to be—they're going to be running support on a lot of those, I think. And they're already working on games currently because they have like funding before that from Netties, I think, to make a new IP. And I mean, Sony obviously then can, owns them, but it's—they're uh, not going to like be like, "Hey, give me kills," and we're going to make new. I don't think that's happening. You know, I think people are excited too because they saw how Destiny Two eventually turned out. So mm -hmm. they're thinking maybe they can turn that with other stuff Sony well, has or new stuff. Well, let me give you an example of an expectation. When the deal was initially announced, there were actually more people than I thought who figured all of a sudden Sony owned Halo. Right. <laughs> I was like, what? What is going on here? <laughs> yes, I I don't know. It it was kind of strange, but that's uh that got corrected, it seemed on Twitter. But it was very weird. Tito says all mainline Star Ocean games are on PS4 in Japan. In the West, we're just missing the PS4 port of Second Evolution. Square Enix really needs to fix that. I actually don't. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to play, uh, what is it, Star Wars until the end of time uh, again recently because that's on PlayStation 4. I forgot that game is like hundreds of hours and a lot of it is not good. I'm, jo I'm joking. Star, Star Ocean's like my favorite mid franchise. Ever. Come on, Star Ocean. Come on, pull through. Pull through, Star Ocean. <laughs> it's like when you play Star Ocean and you're like, I know. I really want this Keep new going. One to be good. I, I guess. What? Uh, sorry, just, just showing off my Fire Emblem. Uh, uh collector's edition here big fire emblem fan as everyone knows still sealed what yeah 10 bucks well, tell me about shadow dragon sean i never, what I never played it i never played <laughs> it <laughs> sean's that? the biggest fan of xenoblade and fireman without ever beating either of those any what game in the series ever yeah, he's the he's the biggest supporter that's the difference he's a supporter not a fan i just fucking don't beat a single game in the series i have no yeah. idea but the monado you know <laughs> the Minato, i love i have the collector's editions and i share the memes
I see uh, Joel here. Uh, Joel was the one who asked us about the Platinum Trophy stuff. Thanks, Joel. Revan says, have any of you played the original Crisis Core? I have. I liked Crisis Core quite a bit. I'll be playing the remaster remake whenever that comes out, either end of this year or beginning of next year. But yes, that was probably my favorite PSP game that I'm really thinking about it. Yeah, I, I like War of the Lions a little bit more, but yeah, uh, Crisis Core is great. I beat the hell out of that game. All right, Crisis Core, it's very good. Well, it was annoying at times, but it was still <laughs> awesome, like for the time and the graphics and everything oh, for yeah. PSP were nuts back then so it was we're pretty still cool. like that that final fantasy 7 high at that point you know yeah. mm-hmm. we're still really we were still really looking for something it was like man we need something because yeah. like what was it i think the dirge's service that did that game come out by then yeah nice. dirge's service was before that and we had advent yeah. children so we thought we thought that crisis core like wow we're getting final fantasy 7 forever and then crisis core ended that now we're getting <laughs> it forever yeah <laughs> yeah now it's actually forever <laughs> Did you see, uh, real, real quick, did you see that in Famitsu, they confirmed that they're not going to remake Dirge of Cerberus? They said Dirge of Cerberus yeah. is another universe now. Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Remake is a different they, timeline. Wow. They disown that thing. Wow. I know. Wow. I've never seen them. Like, yeah, don't worry about that. Wow. The, uh, the Uncharted Wolf says they're a preferred style of turn-based strategy game. Y'all prefer, for some reason, Fire Emblem is the only one that works for me, and I'm not sure why. So strategy, like a strategy, he likes strategy turn-based yeah, RPG yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, everyone says, a lot of people say tactics, obviously, but I, I you know what? I, I actually really like Disgaea as well. Disgaea can be pretty fun. That's because yeah. it's out there. It's like you did millions of damage for no reason. Okay. The, the, the latest one, though, is that there's a lot of like, turn it on, press a button, and then walk away for like the a Sky whole day. Disgaea 6. It's, yeah, a, lot yeah, like it, stuff, it's yeah. a lot of auto, but there's a lot of cool other games like... Uh, <laughs> Songs of Conquest is basically a return to Heroes of <laughs> Might and Magic. And then we also have things like Last Spell, which is a really cool tactics game. Hmm. Okay. Front, okay. Front Mission. Nobody talks about Front Mission. It's great. Mm. Retro says, MVG made me do this super because of T. 4-0 in Thailand, baby. And I'm he's, talking sure. about, he's talking about soccer. He's talking, you know, we, versus, he's talking about Liverpool versus Manchester United in Thailand. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Okay. This is from Design saying, uh, early game of the year predictions, I'm thinking Bayo 3, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, TMNT, and possibly Sonic Frontiers. At Sonic Frontiers. You know what? You know what would be hilarious? Is if Sonic Frontiers came out and it just 95 96 right. across oh. the board and we're like what is happening and then at the end of the year we're all talking about it. sonic frontiers wins game of the year overall that would be nut. that would be nuts <laughs> that would be impossible I, that would be crazy i would like it though that would if, if if sonic frontiers came out and it was incredible i would be it would make me so happy because remember back in the day like you know sonic was like that ish you know like yeah, in the 90s yeah. like sonic split, like, battle let's go yeah like <laughs> even before then like sonic 1 sonic 2 i remember when sonic 2 came out the like yep. the pandemonium that kind of like took over here in the u.s about how great that game was gonna be and it was awesome it was every bit as awesome game of the year you know back then people didn't talk about game of the year like that but because we didn't have social media but i remember just talking about consistently how great sonic 2 is and even sonic 3 even like you know that game so like, I don't know, man. It would be great if I can get back to the to where we just know that the next mainline Sonic game is always going to be hype, but there's just been so many blunders in between. It's just, it's hard That's to get. That's never been a thing. <laughs> it's gonna be, you weren't alive, Jordan. You weren't it's alive. Gonna, it's going <laughs> to be forces to, 
it's Sonic Forces 2. We all know it. Oh, man. Pyro no, says, imagine PlayStation Home, but in Astro's Playroom style, like mini games and in-game rewards from other game achievements, etc. I would love that. Base says, Game Pass does reward you Microsoft reward points when you get achievements as long as it's from Game Pass games. Yeah, they have like quest turn-ins and like, I randomly go on there and it's like, you have nine quests to turn in like, oh, okay, I guess. Right. I don't, I don't know. This sounds like it's gonna be a bit more involved and have a bit more, uh, I guess, to earn for digital rewards and stuff. Uh, we'll we'll see how it, how it works out when they launch it later this year. Uh, Evan, we have any more Discord questions? Uh, just a couple. Uh, one is just a suggestion mostly about us doing top 10 videos for older console games as the Spawncast, to which I would say it's hard enough getting all of us here for two hours once a week. I don't know if we'd really want to kind of go into you... that to try to make more videos okay, all the time. Okay. But I mean, we do have the other channel, and if people we could probably we could... do stuff. Yeah, I'd be able to do something fun like that. Maybe get everyone to turn it in and like, what was it? The their top, what was it? Top. We basically 10, pick like a top ten thing. Pick like an older system, maybe a a genre or something, and we top can just talk 10. about it for a bit. Ah, oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, I mean, we could even on like a slower week, we could probably do that in like a, a topic. Top ten Switch Pro rumors. <laughs> top only. Top hey, I got 10? A, I got a picture for that. It's a hard be... list to. to... Down, so. <laughs> switch pro rooms. <laughs> you got it. You got another one, Evan. Uh, and then the last one, we have someone asking whether they should play Bayonetta three and or Xenoblade Chronicles three if uh, they can't find time normally for the series. Uh, mostly, what they look for in games are things that are driven by narrative, specifically like characters, world building, and dialogue. Dude, Xenoblade's gonna take you a long time to beat. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be on a ride with that one. Bayonetta, like it, it's got like a lot of the returning characters are coming back, but Bayonetta's story is very kind of like tongue in cheek and it's kind of like kind of wonky, um, but it's like, it's, it has its serious parts, but it's also kind of weird too. So I mean, Bayonetta is one of those games you can just kind of play and have fun and maybe even forget about the story, but it's there if, if you want to know the lore and the history and all that. Yep. But And it's it's nowhere near the length of Xenoblade. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. I mean, Bayonetta, you can usually beat those games. Like if you're playing on normal and you're not caring about like your like you know your rankings like you can just beat it like in 10 hours maybe even less like you can yep. just power through those games but if you want to get everything and like you know get the pure platinums and get all like do all the challenge quests and missions it'll take you longer and you said that was the last one evan that should be it derek says to sean compare your worst tinder experience and notoriously bad video game which bad video game would it be and why well he's not here okay we'll, we'll ask him we'll save that one for Matthew says neon white is amazing. Deserves attention. I'm telling. I that, I think that might actually be that. That might be the indie game. I'm preferring RoboQuest as the kind of like run around uh, shoot stuff type game. Okay. Steven says, when can you see Nintendo announcing a Zelda game for 2022? Sep September. I mean, yeah, that's probably it. Is that direct? Banana says, Atlas gave us that survey and asked if people would enjoy ports of Shimigami Tensei games and Vanillaware games. I said yes to all. Would you guys buy the 3DS SMT games if they were ported to Switch? Also, high MVG. Yes. Would, I'd pick them up, yeah. What if they be compilations or if they'd be like, just like they'd just move them over straight up and make them digital or something on the shop? I would, mm. SMT4? Like, yeah, absolutely. That game is incredible. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> this way says what's going to be nintendo's first cloud game on cloud like first party wise would they do anything cloud-based a long fight it's already in the clouds bam i don't know i don't know if they would do can, can, 
Kid Icarus Cloud Only Edition. Cloud only. He's, he's flying in the clouds. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That 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 is kind of a a bridge I don't expect Nintendo to cross. Final Fantasy Seven remake cloud version. Nintendo's gonna make it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like with Nintendo doing a cloud. Th- I don't know. That's <laughs> tough. I'm trying to think of what property they would do it with. I I don't know. A Pokemon MMO. Oh, if they did MMO. it, an MMO would make sense because you're always online for it anyway. Yeah. Like those are the ones that make the most sense for cloud games to me because you're, you're always connected, sending information back and forth either way. Uh, and Ryu says, a uh, question for the chat. Anyone pre-ordered Steam Deck in July 2021 and got their email this month? I pre-ordered July 21 and still waiting. Yeah, just right. be patient. I mean, I just got mine a month ago and I was like literally right there when the pre-orders opened up. So it's almost a lottery, really, depending on when, when you get in. But you'll get it. You'll get it. Their get production the has increased pretty well right now. And the interesting thing we're seeing with the chip shortage is it's turning into a chip surplus apparently now for a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, these uh, production companies and them making the chips a lot of people like apple and and, and any anyone who really needs a ton of them ordered so many that they kind of don't need them now so they're just kind of making chips or filling orders and they don't necessarily have as many places to send them so that's kind of the word now as we went from like the chip shortage to potential of a chip surplus next year so i i'm curious how that's going to work out for them but that tells me that actually making systems might not be as bad next year and that would include the steam deck so EU says, love you guys. Thanks, EU. Retro says, looks at MVGT. Oh, man, 4-0 bud in Thailand, you know. And I'm taking it before Premiere starts, by the way, Amiga for life. <laughs> and Fenta says, December Switch release 2021 was Big Brain Academy. What's the budget title for 2022? 1-2-3 Switch. Watch, it's going to be. They're actually put that out. Dewan Davis says, hey, what's up, everyone? What's up, OJ? I see Miss... Mr. Clean got you again, but I do got a question. Why Sony certain game you got for that for the Switch and not the good game? Why is that? Why Sony certain game you got? I'm thinking uh, he's probably just saying that Sony can only or is it Sony? No, he's asking OJ, and then OJ's internet exploded. Clean got you, but I do got a question. Why Sony certain game you got for the Switch and not the good game? Why is that? I bet that's an inside joke from chat we just don't get. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can we can ask OJ when it's pops back in. His internet's in and out. We got you, Mr. Davis. Lewis says, any chance Nintendo has one last surprise in store this year? Something like a Wind Waker or Twilight Princess port? Yes, potentially that, but I, I still think that Metroid Prime Remaster is like the thing that... What happened? Did you hear Sh- Sean dying? <laughs> what happened? Did, it, like, did, his, did his bookshelf fall over on him? Like, right? climbing to the top trying to grab, like, Bayonetta? He, he probably fell down the stairs. What was that? In the distance, just a oh, yeah. oh. Sean, you got to you have to after show in like ten minutes, dude. You okay? <laughs> oh, what? he's gone. Dijon says, "What video game music do you enjoy listening to?" But I've never played the series. For me, it'd be the Final Fantasy mm. series. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, don't have one. I'm trying to think. Uh, I I've been listening to a lot of random lo-fi lately. Those random lo-fi mixes, and they'll be like weird, obscure Zeldas. Because I feel like I've played a lot of mainline stuff, but they'll be like random songs I've definitely never heard of before on there. 
listened to a lot of Carpenter Brut, but I never played the game that his stuff was in, which... Oh, what was that? It's the top-down shooter action game. It was huge. Everyone wore masks. Can't remember. Not sure. Cristobal says, most of you guys got me hooked on the boys series. Almost done with season one. Will there be a Spawncast after show? And Hotline will OJP be there on Hotline? Okay. If Sean's okay, there will be one. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, good. Keep going with the boys. It gets better as you go along. Um, better be and better. After show, and OJ may be on it if his internet didn't explode. Vid says, RGT is still using the racing rig. Ready to jump to iRacing yet. Is, is Sean still... Sean might be unconscious on his floor right now. <laughs> Good. His mic keeps turning green. I was going to so. say, he might, yeah. he might be moving around. He's bleeding out. <laughs> Muhammad <laughs> says, uh, love Fringe. He's awesome. Hey, appreciate you. Shinru says, Dreamcast guy, how good is Dead Space compared to Resident Evil? They're very different. I think... Uh, like in in cinema they talk about body horror versus shock horror i think that a lot of times uh resident evil tries to go for shock horror you know dogs busting through windows and people growing extra arms dead space is really good body horror and honestly that's part of why i'm so excited about callisto protocol it looks like just the finest art of body horror but really you can't lose they're both great retro says mvg you think the deck is the best portable retro emu available including switch Full frame down the line. Senior T for a man for in Thailand, you know. Um, I mean, I think so, but like I, I would I would say I haven't looked at some of these other handhelds that are out, like what was it? The I can't remember what, what it was. Ioneo. Yeah, Ioneo. Yeah. Um check out um ETA Prime. He does some really good stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know what the best handheld is, just check out ETA Prime yeah, channel. I'm sure he's, he's a very interesting it. channel. There's he just yeah. finds all kinds of obscure gadgets and but stuff. For me, I would say the deck is is the best emulation handheld you can get right now. Lewis says also what's up with the uh, Ragnarok upping their collector's edition to 260 when the Stone Mason edition was only 150 in 2018. Has inflation gotten that bad? That's just an expensive hammer. It's a Sony. Yeah, I mean they they give you a steelbook with no. Honestly, if they charge four ninety nine, it would still have sold out. Dude, minutes. that thing got that thing's getting flipped on eBay for like four times the price. It's crazy. I know. I just I, went in person to a GameStop and because I was out and pre ordered it, and uh, they're saying that each store, like each GameStop store, is only allotted like three. Yeah. So I managed I managed to pre order. I think I'm just gonna give mine away though. That hammer does look cool. I think I want to open it. Swing the hammer on video and then do a giveaway. <laughs> Scott says, I fixed my Xbox Series X Halo Edition with a $15 fan, so it doesn't overheat. Are you blowing the fan on it? I'm trying to picture what the fix was. Okay. I thought I thought aftermarket. Yeah, I just bought one of those industrial Dude, fans. It reminds me of those like those viral videos of people blowing like smoke through their Xbox oh, yeah. Series when, to try to the vaping video that, that those, those, were, those were the best man that was i i did a great thumbnail that went viral back when that was all happening of a uh, smoke pouring out of an xbox no it's good times uh, let's see x trash lost the playstation <laughs> talk mvg and night dive screwing up remaster trash dev Thanks, buddy. Love you. <laughs> How could you do this, MVG? Good to see you, buddy. Specifically, <laughs> MVG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor Blue says, if Nintendo moves away from the Switch concept, it wouldn't be shooting themselves in the foot; it'll be shooting themselves in the head. Nintendo. Brew. Nintendo's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I I don't think it's gonna happen for a while. So there you go. 
Look at it that way. So something we can deal with in like three or four years. Defeat says, thanks for being awesome, cast. Tejo says, Sean got pulled into Bow and Wonder World. He might have been. Dwan says, oh, Dwan Davis says, I meant to say this. How come something game for Sony we could get for the Switch? I like the good ones like Spider-Man or God of War. How come for Switch? Why is that? Why are they not on the Switch? Spider-Man, they that was Mar that was Sony who licensed that out from Marvel specifically. Technically, mm -hmm. Nintendo could have if they wanted to, but they weren't interested. They did uh, Ultimate Alliance though, that has Spider-Man yeah. on it. God of War though is just owned by Sony outright. So that's, maybe uh, maybe they mean specifically like big giant budget cinematography experience. I don't know. Those games definitely only exist on PlayStation style wise. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild two will be pretty far up there in terms of budget and presentation all that but nintendo also likes to do smaller titles that they can release two or three year dev cycles even sean um but that's are you okay you losing blood buddy yeah is sean back I heard at one point. He's oh good sean's hurt my finger um i did find the wii u and oh good found <laughs> a snack boys some fresh super mario cereal oh those are so good to actually eat it right that. now Dude, I no do it Dude, do it I, I tried to find that i they could not find that anywhere i tried to find that i wanted to eat it yeah. i got both versions how old is that sean the second edition it's got to be like five years old yeah this is the first edition um, oh so man best used by movie. october 26th of 2018 oh you're fine wow yeah go for it it's this mostly sugar used. that doesn't go bad sounds like a video oh dude it was so hard to uh-huh that's, that's tomorrow's video. Liam, you, you eating that food? Oh, dude, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. You you have to bait it. Say 4,000 likes. Next video, I'll eat a bite of this. For for every thousand likes, I'll eat a bite of this old ass cereal. No, just come through the uh, come after. through the after show. There you go. Show some love, and we'll we'll you get. Have, it you got you found your Wii U. We should boot your Wii U, Wii U up in the after show. Yeah, I did. Um, okay. It's right okay. here. Okay. Liam says, I know it may be extremely early to predict this, but do you think there is a possibility we could get? A season two of Mario Kart DLC after the first pass concludes. Seems they are pulling from tour, and the next game is probably at least three to four. I don't know. That's that's a lot of courses in DLC. Uh, I think they will. Honestly, I I don't want them to, but I hundred percent. I mean, Mario Kart just keeps selling. Like, why not? That's true. It does. Mr. Stud Muffin says, I think Bayonetta three can reach two million because of the Switch effect and her having more recognizability from the Smash Bros. Ultimate. Maybe I agree. And then Mr. Dovmuff follows up, says more Final Fantasy spinoffs starring Jack Garland. <laughs> I played the, the DLCs for that. It's about to come out and actually looks unironically fantastic. Juan says, have you heard of Prime Hacked? Impressive project. Modified Dolphin emulator to play the Prime games with traditional controls. Works perfect on Steam Deck. 60 FPS, etc. Great show as always. Yeah, the, the Metroid Prime has, has seen some really cool changes um, for like Dolphin and emulation and all this. Uh, let me go around here. I think I saw a few other messages come up, but let me go around here as we finish up. I'm going to go to Jordan Fringe. That's me. Uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. Um, got some big announcements coming soon with content. And uh, yeah, it'll be exciting. I'll definitely talk about it on here once it's ready. But thanks for the support. Quest for best ask if they remade golden sun or made a sequel could you enjoy it if it wasn't turn-based no 
I could enjoy it. I could enjoy it. <laughs> that would be interesting to see the reaction, though. I don't, I don't know if I could. It's oh. like what they did with Act Razor 2, how they just made it side-scrolling and they took out the world-building stuff okay. of the first game. I feel like if you change things up too much, it kind of takes away from what made the game so special in the first place. So I don't know if I would enjoy it. But if they made a sequel to the last one and it was not turn-based, it was more action-oriented. Yeah, I'd still probably the... get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me go here to MVG. Let everyone find you. Oh my gosh, what was that? Jesus. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Um, have a video coming out on Monday, so I'll be back on YouTube. And uh, yeah, we're looking at the Xbox Live replacement that, oh, uh, for 1.0. So I've been playing around with it this weekend, got into a private uh, alpha test with playing Unreal Championship and a bunch of other games. It's really, really awesome. So check out the video on Monday. On the OG Xbox? On the OG I Xbox. Got it right baby. there. Got yep. HDMI up and everything. There you go. Really? It's, coming, it's coming soon. Interesting. Xbox Live is coming back. No. Does does it need to be OG Xbox or can you do a series Xbox series with that? No, at the moment it has to be OG. Uh, I don't know about um, 360 or series, but right now it's OG. You can you can use an emulator. You can use like XMU and do it oh. through that, but it has uh -huh. to be uh, has to be OG Xbox. Kind of cool. Go over to Max, Dreamcast Guy. Where can I find you, man? Uh, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast Guy. Uh, Monday morning, I have a long uh, review of Stray. Uh, it's like 11 minutes long, and I go into every part of it. So if you're curious about that kitty cat game and you're not a hater like Sean, be sure to tune in. Hmm. Go over here to Evan. Uh, you can find me at Twitter, Kimmerick's Project, if I'm going live for streaming, uh, which we've been doing a lot of like miniature painting and stuff. These past couple of weeks, hanging out, talking about games. You can check it out there, and that's usually where I'll announce anything going on. Then, Sean. Uh, you can find me, evidently, potentially eating a box of old cereal tomorrow. And you can find us on the after show. Um, uh, let me link the channel. In History Repeats. Dropped a, a message in the links in History Repeats. I see you there. Yeah, Sean's got the after show about to roll. So check that out should be fun i don't know what we're going to do i might play might play some halo i might edit videos while sean tells some stories well, i can't play halo borderline because or borderline I'm, with that yeah go ahead. i'm i'm downstairs oh yeah you just, just chat about stuff and hang out so that works too that works too all right that'll do it here for the spawn cast thanks everyone for joining us we will be back next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time we'll see you guys then